0: Hi, this is Steve. In a few weeks, YouTube will premiere their new series, Cobra Kai, based on the 1984 classic, The Karate Kid. Now, I have a feeling that I'm either going to love that show or absolutely hate it. Because the truth is, the original Karate Kid is very special to me. It's so special, in fact, that I was super nervous when I showed it to my six-year-old son last week. I mean, what if he didn't like it? He certainly didn't want to watch it. He thought the trailer looked boring, and what he really wanted to watch was some cartoons. But I insisted, and after a small family argument, we finally convinced him to sit down and give the movie a chance. I needn't have worried. After about 15 minutes, he was hooked, and by the end of the film, he was practicing wax on, wax off, and, of course, his crane technique. Karate Kid, directed by John G. Alvinson, and starring Ralph Macchio and the amazing Pat Morita is one of the great films of the 80s and probably put more kids in martial arts classes than Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris combined. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend picking up a copy from our website at cinephiles.net that's c i n e - f i l e s.net. And after you've seen it, be sure to come back on Friday to hear John and I break it down on the cinephiles.
1: Fast wash all the car. Then the wax what do I have to watch? I, I, do I do Remember, dear. No question. Yeah, but uh... I right? <laughs> wax on, right hand. Wax off, left hand. Wax on, wax off. <laughs>
0: Welcome once again to The Cinephiles, where each week we enter the world of a great film. We explore its themes, the history, the filmmaking, and the influence it has on us today. My name is Steve Morris. I'm a filmmaker and directing instructor in Los Angeles, California.
2: Hello, everyone again. My name is John Roca. I'm a voiceover artist, uh, writer, producer, and host here in Los Angeles, California. And today we're going to talk about a movie that is very special to me
0: um, and also has a 30-plus year later TV series sequel coming out of it. Yes. And that is The Karate Kid,
2: which is because we have Cobra Kai coming out on YouTube. (laughs) Yeah, what a random. It was just, when you proposed this, I was like super excited about it. Yeah, it probably doesn't fit into that idea of the great classic movies, but I will say that it is a film that still resonates. The fact that we're getting a TV series, as you said, 30 years later, that people tried to redo it again with Will Smith's kid. Like, there is something about this story no matter how many sequels come or how many reboots happen or a TV series or whatever, that still resonates with people. And the fact that they got William Zabka and Ralph Macchio to come back for the TV series, I couldn't be more excited. In fact, I ordered YouTube red. So I'm going to, I'm going to order it too. I yeah. think they're
0: going to get a lot of, this is the first thing that I've seen on YouTube red where I went, Oh yeah.
2: Well, I have to get that.
0: Yeah. And by the way, I don't think it was that hard to get Ralph Macchio and William. I mean, it's like, you're yeah. not doing that much. I guess so. Um, uh, it, it, but I will say, even if this wasn't happening, I'm thrilled to be talking about yes. The Karate Kid. If you go back way to the very beginning to the cinephiles and hear, hear our episode on Enter the Dragon, what I said then was how important that movie was to me yeah. because it that was what started my love of martial arts. And The Karate Kid, in a lot of ways, is what solidified it. Yeah. And, and I don't think I'm the only one, by the way. I bet dojos mm-hmm. did a lot of good business... After this movie came out,
2: oh yeah, this is Top Gun for karate. This is like gets people <laughs> totally. to sign up and get into it. And Absolutely, start fighting. I mean, I look explored it after this movie because I was a kid that got beat up a lot in in growing up through my years. So seeing a kid fight back and win in 1984, which is right when I'm fourteen, thirteen years old, when I'm still getting beat up, it's like. It's so inspirational in that way, you know, and this movie is as important as it is to you, Steve. It is very important to me as well. It's something I saw in the theaters over and over and over again when it came out, and I couldn't believe how much I enjoyed the movie, and it still uh, has a special place in my heart for a number of reasons. Um, so I'm excited to talk about it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And for me, I, same thing. I saw it in the theater. Yeah. I think I saw it multiple times in the theater. Yeah. And then it became in the rotation. It's one I watched over and over again for the next decade. Yeah. Um. And and the and the nice thing is, I just watched it again with my son, oh. and you know that's special. Yeah. Watching it and and. I think I mentioned this with those of you who listened in the previews. He resisted it. He didn't want to watch it. He was angry. He wanted to watch his shows. We forced him to watch it. There were some tears, and he was in, and he ah. loved the movie. And that was, you know, it just makes it super special for me.
2: He should get used to that in life. Yeah. So sometimes you be you're forced <laughs> to watch something and then you're like, "Oh, I did, I I enjoyed that." I glad I did. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Um let's talk a little bit about pre-production. Sure. I don't have too much to go into. Screenplays by Robert Kamen, who did do martial arts and and, and it shows. Mm-hmm. He has a real understanding of of karate and how kind of the ideas behind it. Okay. Um they bring in John uh, G Alvidson very early, um who is the director of Rocky, yes. and you cannot Overestimate the connections between Rocky and this movie. Mm -hmm. They are, they're, they're. Genre-wise and tone-wise, completely different, Yeah, and structurally, they're very similar. There's a lot of Rocky in here. And you know what? He's got an interesting film career. He's not one of our great directors, but he directed Save the Tiger, uh, which is a really powerful movie with Jack Lemmon. Jack Lemmon, yep. Um, He directed, which I didn't know, Neighbors Mm -hmm. with- John Belushi. John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. Not such a good movie. (laughs) Rocky 5. Yes. He doesn't have a lot of- Yeah, he has some misses on that resume. And Lean on Me. Yeah, which is I really enjoy. I think it's Morgan a really Freeman good movie. movie. Yeah. So, the, and, and one of the things I think that he's best on, and you definitely see in Rocky, mm-hmm. and you definitely see it here, is casting. Yeah. This guy knows how to cast yeah. people. with With uh, the Daniel part, he was looking for a kid that could be both wimpy and a wise ass at the same time. Right. And man, Ralph Macchio is just perfect for this. He had been in The Outsiders, mm-hmm. and he was just just I can't imagine anyone else in this part.
2: I think he's our generation's Peter Parker. I think he absolutely would have been Spider Man. Totally. If we had this reson- resonance or whatever, I'm sorry, this uh, renaissance of yeah. uh, comic book heroes, comic superhero movies, I think Macho would have absolutely, at this age, would have been in contention for Spider Man. He's just so perfect in terms of personality,
0: absolutely, and he's great in this movie. And yeah. of course, the most important piece of casting <laughs> mm-hmm. is Pat Morita, mm-hmm. Noryuku Pat Morita. Yep. Yeah. I I mean, there's no this this movie doesn't exist, right? What's interesting is you want to know who the studio wanted Toshiro Mafuni.
2: Toshiro Mafuni. Yes. That is a much scarier (laughs) Mr. Miyagi. Well, that's what they said. They didn't. He didn't get the part because they didn't feel that he hit the warmth and the joy of that part that they wanted. Which is ironic because. Look at Mafuni in Seven Samurai. That is a passionate, crazy, out of you know, doing crazy stuff. Why wouldn't he be able to access that in this situation? Maybe because he'd just gotten older and set in his ways. And if you watch that documentary, that great documentary yeah, yeah. That was on Netflix about him, you see as he's, he's a getting pretty toward- intense, dude. Exactly, as he gets near the end of his life, he's a lot more intense. Well, and no disrespect to Mr. Mafuni. I mean, you and no. I are both huge fans, but.
0: I can't. No one else can play this part but Pat Morita. I agree, and, and so much so that I want to give a little history of him. He's—it's not like this guy is an important actor, mm-hmm. you know, at the level of some of the other people I've given bios from. But he's pretty interesting. Uh, he's born in California in 1932. His p- parents are immigrants, and he was a super sick kid. Mm-hmm. He had spinal tuberculosis. He was in the hospital for about nine years wow. of his early life, including a lot of that time in a full body cast. Oh, So trapped in a hospital. In fact, they released him from the hospital and took him straight to uh, the internment camp in Arizona where his parents were during World War II. Yep. Like right out of the hospital into that. And naturally, he took what sounds like a tremendous amount of suffering Mm -hmm. and became a stand-up comic, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And this guy is – and if you go and watch old – a video of him you go on youtube and see pat marita stand-up comic he you know he played vegas he was one of the early members of the groundlings yeah in the early 70s and and i have to say his nickname which involves a word that i i, I don't think is somewhat offensive mm-hmm. but this is what he literally said this on the billboards when pat Morita played someone that said pat Morita, the hip nip oh wow that is his nickname. Wow. That is what he went as. So it could have been worse.
2: It could have been worse. Yeah, yeah, hip nips all right. Nippon is still something. Right? It's something, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: But it's still like, you know, something that was used yeah. as a slur. <laughs> yeah. But he took that on. And of course, where I first saw Pat Morita is Happy Days. Yes, Happy Because he played Arnold. Arnold. And he was really funny. And when, when they brought him in, he comes in to read for it. And he says this character just took over. Wow. He just just felt something, and because if you listen to him talk, he sounds nothing like Mr. Miyagi. No, he's very chill. Yeah, very totally American accent. Yes, his voice seems like one octave higher, mm-hmm. but he found that voice, and the and and what uh, Alvinson says is it was you know three lines in, he's like that's it. Yeah, and he gets cast. It's just perfect
2: casting. You know who else they wanted for that? No, Mako. Of course they did, but he was doing Conan the Destroyer, <laughs> <laughs> and so and of course he ends up. Playing in little sidekicks, he yeah. ends up doing it later as a kind trainer for those kids in that film. But le- they had looked at Mako, but Mako yeah. was doing Conan the Destroyer. Unfortunately, he was doing Conan the Destroyer. Well, it's unfortunate
0: for him yes, and for true. that
2: franchise. But again... It would work without Pat. Yeah. Just the great combination yeah. of the warmth and the comedy. And I Mako, mean, steel. Mako's great. And yeah. the steel. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I do want to say one thing. Yes. They almost recast his mom. Really? It was going to be Valerie Harper. You know, she's so Valerie Harper-ish. Weintraub wanted Valerie Harper. Yeah. And then alvidson saw Valerie's audition and said no. They were going to recast two days before the start of the shoot. Wow. Insane. That's fascinating. Yeah. So um, things come together how they come together. It's the interesting thing yeah. about film.
0: Well, and this is the, when you're directing a movie, you're going to make a bunch of choices. Yeah. And a lot of times, you don't know if that was the right choice. Yeah. You just went, I, I have to choose. I'm choosing this. hmm um, so we start in New Jersey. We're loading up the old station wagon., oh, I remember station wagons. Yes, and the kid, you know, everyone's waving you goodbye and you're heading off to drive across the country. We have a fairly long, mm-hmm. probably too long montage of driving across the country. Um, most of this is shot without the main actors, so we don't really see them.
2: That's good, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and, and and we see, you know, they go to this motel. They're in the desert, mm. and then at one point we have to push the car to get to pop the clutch to right. get it started, which becomes something that's important
2: later. It's very cute.
0: And then after that, we arrive in California.
1: Daniel, Daniel, wake up! Look
2: off the starboard bow, <laughs> paradise at last.
0: And we really see for the first time Ralph Macchio and his mom, who's I don't have her name in front of me. Yeah,
2: um, so we'll call her mom, um, and she is wonderfully positive yes always po- always looking at the positive uh situations of what's happening to her and a great accent oh yeah I love that New Jersey accent of hers well, and I would I would put her at
0: the level of irritatingly positive <laughs> um not not in a bad way about the ca- actress but right. just really like there's a thing sometimes you have to do as parents when things are kind of bad yeah and your kid is upset is you have to up your this is gonna be great right and that is totally what she's doing
2: isn't this
0: awesome (laughs) isn't everything perfect
2: randy heller
0: randy heller thank you very much so great um and uh uh daniel is having none of it no he is not happy
1: (gasps) look at those palm trees damn do you know what that means yeah watch out for falling coconuts wise guy no more Newark Winters. I like
0: Winters, ma. And something I read, which is just so stunning to me, Ralph Macchio is 23 Yes, when he makes this movie. Of course, yeah. I mean, of course, you always cast older. Yeah, but man, that's... he looks young. Yeah, he does. And we get to our just the classic Los Angeles, California Uh, apartment complex Mm -hmm. with everything is good and bad about those things. Um, And she's building up. They're going to see this great pool. Of course, the pool is drained. (laughs) We're heading inside. He karate kicks the door open and knocks some guy over who's being really nice. Yep. And and what we hear, of course, is that the reason that we're here is that mom apparently got some really good job. Right. That ends up not being... (laughs) I don't know if it wasn't true or... I think maybe she lost the job. And she became a wage, wait- and then became a waitress. Yeah, it's, right. It's weird the way yeah. it all happens. We move into the apartment. The faucet is leaking. Yeah. Go get the handyman. There's a handyman to fix the faucet. So he goes to find the maintenance guy, and there we see Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, he's got some chopsticks, and he's trying to catch flies. Yep. So, did you ever in high school try to catch a fly with chopsticks? <laughs>
2: no, and I never would try. <laughs> I would be terrible at trying to catch a fly. I can barely catch it with my hand. That I used to do all the time, try to catch flies with my hand. Um, I tried with the chopsticks. No, it's really oh, hard. It's very difficult. Very difficult thing to do. Um, and w-
0: this is a great, mysterious introduction of the the master, the yes. sensei. You know, and it's so funny. There's so much of this that is just iconic. Mm-hmm. That is just these are the cliches of the great. Because we, we all know what the movie's about, so we right. know that's the teacher, right? And and he says, you know, come fix the faucet. And he goes, When will we be there? After, after when? After, after. <laughs> and please forgive me. I'm going to do the voice sometimes no, because he just, you know, sometimes you can't
2: help it. I do want to throw something in though, Steve. Yeah. Me and you are massive fans of martial arts especially martial arts movie at, at this time. What is the hidden truth about these? the good martial arts movies is they always have a sense of humor about what's going on. They always have this really interesting kind of uh, uh, smirk or tongue-in-cheek uh, like occasional exchange that happens that lets you kind of undercut the situation, right? Um, and you see this again here in this movie. It does have shades of this kind of martial arts blueprint that it goes through, oh, yeah. but it has these moments with uh, Miyagi where he is presented in a certain way that's cliché for the master stuff but then he does little things that undercut this idea that he's some kind of you know big time master or whatever which I think is brilliant and you see a cage because the confident ones don't have to show that they're masters right. all the time right they just know
0: well there, i think you know we, th- there's a real connection between mr miyagi and yoda Yes, you know,
2: absolutely.
0: Which is the way we meet Yoda is this weird creature who's mm-hmm. calling through Luke's stuff and yeah. and sort of annoying. And then it's like, oh, no, this is the great master. Right. It's the maintenance guy at the at the apartment yeah. that he's doing kind of weird things who's sort of quirky. That's yeah. the master.
2: Bruce Lee was never like, you know, like uh, an executive. He was always some like de- chi- delivery takeout Chinese guy that's, or doing whatever. Yeah, that's like true. in all his movies, he's, you know, he's always a worker or something. Yeah, blue collar guy. Yeah. And, and, and so one
0: of the things that's really nice, this guy that uh, Daniel met on the stairs yeah. invites him out to go to a party on the beach. Oh, boy. I think things are going to work out pretty well for Daniel. <laughs> he's, made,
2: he's already made some nice friends. We're out on the beach. Daniel's got a negative energy, man. (laughs) (laughs) You know, through the whole movie, he's got this kind of negative energy in the situation. He's really not happy because he was set up in New Jersey. Yeah. And and I don't know if you've ever traveled cross country, but like it's a whole different ball game when you leave a place of comfort and go to another place where you don't know anybody, especially at that formative age of his as a teenager. And you're having to make – and Jersey ain't L.A. Like, the people are completely different, you know, in the way they approach things. But he's doing okay on the beach. Sure, sure. He's playing with the
0: soccer ball. There's hanging out with some guys. There's some girls that we talked to. There's one girl in particular, Mm.
2: Elizabeth Shue. My greatest crush ever. Ever? Ever. I have loved this woman since this movie and beyond. Back to the Future, when she came in to replace Jennifer, uh, Cocktail, um, I even watched CSI for the first time ever, a couple of seasons, because she was on it. And yeah. she, I just have a tremendous crush on Elizabeth Shue, and I love the fact that she won that Oscar for Leaving, or that she was nominated, I think, for Leaving Las Vegas. Um, so that too, I just have a, and this is my favorite Elizabeth Shue '80s Elizabeth Shue is my favorite yeah. Elizabeth Shue.
0: I am one hundred percent. This is my first movie crush. Yeah, too. so one hundred percent with you. Yeah, I watched, I rewatched Adventures of Babysitting recently. Oh yeah, she's great in that. Um. Yeah. The movie's odd. <laughs> yeah. but The Thor stuff but, is good, though. Um, but she, yeah, she is adorable and cute and funny and just perfect in every way in this movie. Yeah. And she seems kind of interested in him. It's later on where it like got a bonfire. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, it does show totally, the world has changed so much. Mom and this kid arrive from another state- Yep. And she just says, "Go ahead." Yeah. And now he's just out on the beach at Late night. At night, but they literally got here a few hours ago. It's
2: crazy. He's a high school kid.
0: I, he's fifteen. Yeah. yeah. Um. And but we're having a good time, and the guys are kind of encouraging him to go talk to her, and he does go talk to her. We do a little juggling of the soccer ball, which sure. seems to be one of Ralph Macchio's key skills. <laughs> um, he probably said it at the bottom of his actor resume. Probably soccer ball ju- juggling. Um. And, uh, but unfortunately, there are these guys up the hill, got some motorcycles, and there is Johnny. Yeah. William Zabka. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Good looking dude that, Johnny. He is, and he is not pleased. No. (laughs) He sees uh, Daniel talking to Allie. We find out that her name is Allie. Right. Uh, And he wants to go down and talk, so the head's down to talk to her, and there's this Big boom box, the classic 80s boom box. Yep. And he whips it out of her hand, throws
2: it on the ground. Johnny, kind of a dick. He's kind of a dick. He's a very angry yeah. dick. LaRusso tries to be chivalrous yeah. and pick up the radio, the boom box, and Johnny gets mad that he interfered and then throws yep. him down. Then, you know, he just completely uses all his karate moves on him while they're holding back Elizabeth's yep. shoe. And then eventually, just when you think Dan is probably done for, he lands a nice right cross. On to Johnny's face. It is a clear sucker punch. Yes, it is a sucker punch. Yeah, I mean, now, the guy has already
0: suckered him already. So it's not not wrong that he does it, but there's this sort of moment, hey, you had enough? And he's like, yeah, and then, boom, he jumps up, punches him in the face, and now William Zabka does the full karate moves on him. (laughs) Something we should say. Yes,
2: please, Steve. I was going to ask you. Go ahead. Yes.
0: So- None of the leads in this movie had ever done martial arts before. Ever. Not a shock. <laughs> and it's not particularly good. Right. Like, I would say that probably Zabka is the best okay. of them. He's the best
2: around. <laughs> <right, all> right. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> no, it's not good. Well, and this is, here's the thing about this movie that I was thinking about, is that this is unlike any other martial art movie. Uh, there is, in the sense that all other martial arts movies are, A, really about Doing martial arts, yes, and B action films. Oh yeah, good point. This is not an action film. No, there is action in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's underdogs. This is a sports movie. It's it's much more of a sports movie and a character study. Yeah, a coming of age film. But but like you know, we're not going. to... Anyone who wants to see some great martial arts, I guess this is a crazy thing I'll say, but you will see far better martial arts in the Karate Kid movie with Jaden Smith. Than you will in this. Ooh. Now,
2: when we get to the tournament, does your tune change a little bit through some of the participants? Oh, there's one dude Yeah. that is good. Yeah, he is very good.
0: Man, it's so obvious <laughs> that he's in a completely different league from everybody else. You're like, how did he lose exactly? <laughs> Why did he lose? <laughs> um yeah, that guy's great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean anyway. <laughs> but you know, it's it's fine. They did a they did a perfectly fine job. And most of the public probably couldn't tell. Yeah, well, particularly right. in 1984, that's what I'm saying. You know, I think we've seen, I think the standard of fight scenes in movies. Absolutely. Like you watch Marvel movies, and you see all sorts of great mm-hmm. martial martial arts happening. Yeah, but Johnny leaves. They, you know, blast some sand in Daniel's face. Ali goes to talk to him.
1: Are you okay? Oh, just leave me alone. Oh. Uh, just, uh, I'll help. you No, out. just leave me alone. I'm okay. Just leave alone. Come on, now, let's go. Come on, it's better for me alone.
2: He's really beat up, man. He's he embarrassed. Yeah. Right? He's embarrassed. But, the, and, but the, one of the worst things is the guys
0: that had befriended him say, why'd you bring this loser or something yeah. like that? As if they would do a better
2: job. Like what?
0: The, yeah. The assholes clearly showed up. California. He, the guy did the... Is that what it is? That's LA, man. Yeah, because I'm in Northern California. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You <laughs> it's, I don't, you're I don't you're think... more
2: chill, man. Yeah, I'm much more chill than <laughs> There's that. more judgment down in, in Southern California. Yeah, <laughs> And
0: Danny's left alone in the sand. Yeah. We're having breakfast. We got some nice Minute Maid that apparently was the Wayne product placement, so they had to say the name Minute Maid. Uh, Daniel's wearing some chill, cool sunglasses. Yep. Ma- you know, we're talking about school. He's like, "I just got to go. I don't need this Ugh. food. I'm just going to get out of here. Take yeah. off the glasses. Take off the glasses. Finally, he takes off the glasses. She flips out. As she- well, she does. Yes, without question. What? Again, we go to how the world's changed. Yeah. Is that we shouldn't do anything? No. Today. There would be... Con- particularly sure. as we get into the movie. Oh, yeah. Parents and uh, grown-ups would be involved. would be lawyers involved. Yeah, but not in this case. Nope. Uh We he- handled our business back in the 80s, Steve. I know, no, I know. Well, this is something we'll, I think we'll talk about <laughs> as we go along with this film. Yeah. Uh, he jumps on his bike, rides off to school...
2: Bananarama, I think it rides off. The <laughs> is that scru- what it the is? The cool summer, yeah. Which yes. was not on the soundtrack, but was introduced in this movie for the first time. Oh, really? Yeah, it became a hit, but they didn't put it on the soundtrack. And I don't. I'm not sure why. Did you, so you had this soundtrack? I did have the soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Bill Conti. I, I could not have the oh, soundtrack. well. And and
0: by the way, again, another Rocky connection. Yes. And this and it's a great score. Yes,
2: it is a great score, and the Zamphir flutes are incredible. Yeah, I, I, this is what separates the movie to me. Yep. Yeah.
0: We're in soccer practice. We we see some of the guys from before. Yeah. Um, and then there's Allie again. She is so nice. And very cute. Um, and uh, she thanks him. Mm-hmm. Um, and and there's some really cute little flirting, a lot of yep. which is improvised. The uh, Allie with an I and Daniel with an L. That's all oh, stuff that the actress came up with. That's great. And, and we see the kind of charming, funny Daniel Russo character, mm-hmm. who seems to be, probably because he's from New Jersey, operating at a totally different speed from everybody in California. Yeah. His whole sense of humor and style is different. Um, soccer starts, and we see Johnny sort of gesturing with kind of his buddies, mm-hmm. and one of those guys takes Daniel out. That's the one with the
2: bleach blonde hair?
0: I think so. Yeah. He's the crazy one. He's a jerk. And he and Daniel just loses it on him and punches him in the face. Yep. Immediately gets kicked off the soccer team, and Daniel's like, this school sucks. hmm So I think <laughs> that that Daniel might have overreacted a little bit in that moment.
2: Well, maybe he doesn't like being bullied.
0: No, no. Well, and this is a movie about mm-hmm. being bullied. It's fight or flight sometimes yeah. in those situations. Well, and, you know, like, what is this movie going to say? He said yeah. he has to earn respect yeah. in order for them to leave him alone. And that's kind of what he tried to do at this moment. Yeah. Um. You know. uh, and, and, of course, Sally watches him walk, walk away, feels a little bad for him. Yeah. We're back home. Let's practice some karate out of a book. Mm-hmm. I had some of these books. <laughs> in fact, if we went over on that bookshelf right over there, there's a couple of them. Um, a couple of those sort of old karate books That's from incredible. the from the 70s and 80s. Oh, yeah. Of just like, here is an upward block, here is an inside block. And he's doing his front kicks, not doing them terribly well. Yeah. And who should walk in? Mr. Miyagi yeah. to fix the sink. Um, and he kind of sees these look learning this karate from from the book and, and he and he's asked what happened to his eye. Yeah. And Daniel says, Oh, I, I fell over fell off my bike. And Miyagi says,
1: Okay, no hurt the hand.
0: And there's this great moment where it's like Miyagi knows he's lying. Yeah. Daniel knows Miyagi knows he's lying. Right. That's a
2: great little little hints of who this guy's gonna be. And also their connection. You get the first like tissues of their connection forming. Right. Exactly, right? Because he doesn't, have, this is, he doesn't have a father figure. He doesn't have a father figure. Yeah, right? and Miyagi doesn't have a
0: son. Right. This is going to be a really remarkable relationship. Mm-hmm. We're going to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, back at school, we're in the cafeteria again. Here's Allie again. She mm-hmm. is, she is clearly into Daniel. Yeah. I mean, like she is. Hey, how you doing? And and he's a little resistant. You know, like I got it. And, and he does he's this got his funny... butt kick last time. <laughs> yeah. no, I would be too. Nice. And, and he's doing this funny talking to himself thing. Yeah. What? What? Oh yeah,
1: you're right. You're right. I know. What are you doing? Oh,
0: it's just this little voice. You know, it's telling me I got to be some kind of a yo-yo to be talking to you right now. <laughs> but he does buy her lunch. Very suave. Yes. And she says the whole thing with Johnny was over. This this was her boyfriend. It's over. It's kind of how over? Over weeks? How many weeks? Mm. Uh, we don't quite get an answer. Nope.
2: Well, in high school, it was over, it was always over fast and moving on fast. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like when you get older where you have to take, like, time to get it processed. and You just kind of move on to the next thing.
0: Yeah. Um, and, but Daniel has a plan on what to do about Johnny, which is let's go take some karate lessons. Yeah. Let's go visit the Cobra Kai dojo. Fear does
1: not exist in this dojo, does it? No, sensei! Pain does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, sensei! Defeat does not exist in this dojo, does it?
2: Oh man! <laughs>
0: so the first martial arts I took when I was when I was nine, mm-hmm. and I took judo for a few years. Oh, wow! And then, but it was when I was eighteen that I finally went to like a real dojo mm-hmm. for the first time. And I'm not going to say my dojo was the Cobra Kai. Ooh! It was not, but it was it was in that general area. So. It was very macho. Okay. And there was, and there was a lot. The, the reason I left was there were, I mean, the techniques were named like the dance of death, mm-hmm. you know? And, and there was a lot of talk of if someone faces you, you have the right to do whatever is necessary mm-hmm. to end the fight. And they even at one point said, if you even think someone is about to attack you. You have the right to just go wipe them out. And I remember going to the sensei one day and saying, I had been there a couple of years, two, three years, I don't mm-hmm. know, probably two years. And I said, I'm not really comfortable with the philosophy. you know. And he said, well, we don't have a philosophy. And I was like, no, you do. And I left. That was when I left the dojo. Oh, wow. So you had yeah. an exchange with him and then he didn't. Well, in his mind, this was just the truth. Right. You know, and this is one of the interesting things about martial arts. For me, Mm -hmm. which is why I ended up in Aikido, which is this very gentle martial art, is um, philosophy and martial art are are linked. Yeah. Uh, And for a lot of people, they don't think that. Right. They're not, even though they have, anytime you're thinking about how you would apply violence to someone, you have a philosophy. But they're not necessarily thinking about it. Right. You know, they're thinking about how can I wipe somebody out? How can I just, you know, win the fight? And we walk into Cobra Kai, and this is a specific kind of place. Yeah, it is. Right away, we hear. Strike
1: first, strike hard, no mercy, sir. I can't hear you. Strike first, strike hard, no
2: mercy, sir. It's very military. Oh yeah, this is stuff we used to say in the military when I was in, you know, in basic training. This they. You train at four in the morning, five in the morning with your M sixteen and the uh bayonet attached and you're like, What makes the blood what makes the grass grow? Blood drill, Sergeant, blood. What makes the grass grow? Blood drill, Sergeant, blood. Over and over again. And you while you're doing moves, striking moves, uh defensive moves, butt to the face moves, bayonet to the stomach jab moves and all that and you so to me this was I always remembered feeling like this guy was in Vietnam. Like it just felt that way, right?
0: Yeah, clearly. It's very military. Right,
2: it's very clear. and so, And I think a lot of people got into martial arts, and this is what you talk about with that dojo you were at. Some people misunderstood what the point of martial arts was, and they use it as an extension of their machismo and their desire to be – The man in the room and kick ass and be violent because to them in their limited thinking and limited intelligence that equates to manhood rather than more what is the true spirit of martial arts is to not use it unless you need to use it it's not to learn you don't learn it so that you can use it you learn it so that you don't have to use it and that's the interesting point of martial arts at least the studies that i've seen well, it's certainly what I believe about martial yeah. arts. I, you know, I, I sort of like going. Is that
0: the true spirit of martial arts? Is that there are a lot of martial arts out there, sure, and there are there are some that are super aggressive and like violent, crazy. and yeah, you know, so, some that are very gentle, some that are very beautiful and artistic, mm-hmm. and and so what exactly is the right one? Mm-hmm. I'm not really prepared to say. What I will say though is that. Martial arts came to America in a lot of different ways, and and one of the main ones is through the military. Yeah. First of all, to military guys who were stationed in Japan and Vietnam and Korea learn those martial arts there. Yeah. And then they got codified when people like you went through basic training and yeah. they had these guys who are experts in martial arts. Yeah. And that's and clearly that's where Sensei Kreese got his martial arts. Yes. And this is yeah. Martin Cove. Hey Martin Cove. And he just he is right on the edge of too yeah, far yeah. <laughs> throughout the whole thing. He is pure evil. <laughs> he's still alive,
2: by the way. Yeah. And he better show up in this Cobra Kai TV show in some oh, way or I shape hope or form. So. He has to. Yeah. I don't care if he's in a nursing home. Yeah. He better show up. Um, and and this is the bad dojo.
0: Yes. And and as we're starting to train, there's and Daniel comes in and is watching them practice, and there's this great moment. Where he says, "Mr. Lawrence, warm them up," and they bow. And as the students bow, <laughs> whose face is revealed? But Johnny's. Johnny's. Yeah, that is that is a great little filmic moment. And Daniel heads out. Yep. Um, oh, one thing about them, by the way, is uh, so the the guy who um, trained them all. I think his name is Pat Johnson, mm-hmm. and uh, he's a you know well known martial artist, and uh, had even been in you know a lot of some Chinese films, and um, he. What he did, which was really smart, is he trained all of the people in different ways. So he trained Martin Cove separately from anybody else because he didn't want any of the Cobra Kai students to ever see him as anything but sensei. Yeah. So he didn't want them to see him as a beginner. So he didn't let them train together. The Cobra Kai guys, he trained like full military, Mm -hmm. lots of yelling, lots of push-ups, lots of no laughter, all really serious and aggressive. And he trained Miyagi and uh, Ralph Macchio together, and it was lots of fun, and they were just in a different place.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, And I think that's very, very smart. Mm -hmm. Uh, So – it's no, this this dojo is no good. So Daniel <laughs> to leaves. Say the and least. he goes and meets mom in the restaurant. And this this we've kinda of hinted at this before. This is a weird scene. Yeah. Because you're like,
2: wait, is she a waitress? Yeah. I thought she had some job. I think she's doing the books too, right? A little bit. She does yep. both, I yep. think, for both for it's like an accounting type thing. Yeah. Well, and
0: and she's again super high. This is great. This yeah. is so much better than the other job. And right. and I'll tell you what this makes me think about. It. And I don't know at all, but Why'd they move out here? Yeah. I think they moved, and we don't know really wh- what happened to Dad. Yeah. And I think that she, this is just speculation, mm-hmm. but I think she was fleeing something more than she was wow. going to something. Wow. I'm not saying she was fleeing violence or anything Right, like right, bad, right. But I think she wanted to start her life over, and she has been, mm-hmm. p- because we get in this moment later where Daniel's like
2: going, you didn't ask me about yeah. moving out here. Well, this is the change that's happening, right? Alice doesn't live here anymore. It's nineteen seventy-three. Right. This is this idea of women now taking control, coming out of the marches and the feminist movements that were happening in the seventies. Burning bras, the ERA, all of that was happening through the seventies. You know, it wasn't just civil rights. Women were as, as well were becoming powerful forces, not only in the home but financially as well. They were starting to be in the part of the workforce and all this, and they were starting to be political power as well. So. Why wouldn't they start to almost, in a sense, manifest destiny with their lives and move to a place as far away as possible from all these memories? And maybe there's a divorce here. Maybe her, 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 I feel her like father was something a, like that. A, or maybe her, their, his father died and she has these memories and she just wants to go someplace sunny, happy, full of palm trees and whatever. Where she can reinvent herself in yes, some way. Yes, exactly. And, but she also has
0: to keep selling her grumpy son Yes, on, on, on the on the fact that she's done this thing. Yeah. She's moved to a place that matches her disposition. Yeah. And, and she's still, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And she's still trying to cheer him up. She is.
1: You gotta give it a try. Hey, I know it's hard, but we're not quitters, are we? Guess not. And the girl situation? It's okay. Just okay? To me, it looks like the whole world turned blonde. <laughs> You got your eye on anybody? Oh, cute. Not not cute. She's, uh, I mean, she's beyond cute. But she's blonde, though, right? She's got blonde hair.
2: She's a great mom, Steve. I, I yes, agree. Overwhelmed positively, but... She's a great mom. I, I agree. Yeah. I,
0: I, you, you get no argument from me. Yeah, I totally agree. And he, there's a weird moment, by the way, at the end of the thing where she goes away to wait tables mm-hmm. and he's now just kind of talking to himself. I don't
1: know. I, she's be- I'd say she's beautiful. I think she's beautiful. I think she's something else. Really. She's hot. Definitely hot. <laughs> he's a,
0: Ralph Macchio is a charming kid. Yeah. He's a 23-year-old playing a 15-year-old. Little, he's a little odd, but he's charming. He's odd, but charming. <laughs> yes. Well, but Ken, it's like, this is the Rocky thing. Yeah. is Rocky is an odd, but charming character. Right. And, and so is Daniel LaRusso. That's a good point. And they're both kind of loners. Yeah. There
2: are people in their lives, but they're kind of loners.
0: And they're both really nice and yeah. funny, and they're both kind of uh, in their own speed that doesn't quite fit in with other people. Yeah. I mean, and um, and uh he goes to ride his bike home and some okay. motorcycles show up and they drive him off the road. Yep. Here's the thing. This is assault. Yes. You know what I mean? Like they could have killed him. Yeah, I know. And mom drives home mm-hmm. and she sees him throwing his bike into the dumpster he's so and he's angry. freaking out.
1: Daniel! Why did you throw your bike away?
0: Because I felt like Please, it. Ma. Look at me when I'm talking to you. Oh, my God. Mom. Oh, oh, my God.
1: Would you tell me what's going on here and don't tell me about another bike accident? What do you want to hear, Ma? I want to hear the truth. No, you don't want to hear the truth. All you want to hear is how great it is out here. Well, maybe may be great for you, but it sucks for me. I hate this place. I hate it. I just want to go home. I can only just go back home.
0: And again, I go, in In today's world, yeah. she's at the police. Sure. She's at the principals. She is mom. Parents would come in to solve this problem at
2: no time. Do any adults come in to try to solve this problem? We didn't do that back then. I got beat up all the time. My mom never went to the high school or to the right a middle school or to the uh, high school to speak to the principal about me getting beat up. So that's why this film resonates for me, Steve, because I was going through what he was going through. Right. I know that moment when he's like, "No, leave me alone." When he's yelling at his yeah. mom, when he's throwing the bike. I have had that experience with my own parents when they were trying to get me to you know, like ignore it or let it go or don't do anything that makes anybody angry if you're getting beat up. And it wasn't until you embrace your desire to fight back, right? With him, it was martial arts. For me, it was lifting weights. Those books you talk, you had books of martial arts. I had the Schwarzenegger book. We've talked about it. And so that's the thing. And so for me, this film carries so much resonance because I know everything he's going through, every stage he's going through feels very and my mom is this way too. My mom is one of the sweetest, most positive people in the world. She loves me to death and she's always just in encourages me and tries to look on the positive side of life and I'm kind of grumpy like macho sometimes right. and so or larusso and so to me I there's so much about this film that connects with me it's 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 fantastic and that scene is is I'm sure many people listening to us have had that moment when they were bullied in yeah. middle school or or in high school uh and had to have that conversation with their parents about yeah that. And he is—he is, he, he is and in the '80s. Freaking you did do that. You just didn't do that. Well, and, and this is the
0: thing. I—I'm I, trying to think of how to put this exactly yeah. the right way. Is that in the last decade there has been an awareness put on the idea of bullying, yeah, and the destructive nature of it, and it's been so good. You know, there was the "it gets better" yes. movement. Yes, that was so profound of saying I experienced these things, and there were moments. Where so many people who were in. You know, situations like Daniel yeah. LaRusso's who were contemplating suicide yeah. because they didn't see any hope and and having so many people in the world say, hey, I experienced this too and it gets better. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. And so I don't want to take a single step back in any way. But now I have to say this but, which feels really weird, which is that the journey that Daniel LaRusso takes, because the adults don't step in... yeah. Is that he grows as a human in all these ways mm-hmm. that can't happen when society comes in to solve the problems for the kid. And I don't, right.
2: what, I don't know what to do with that. Because I don't want to take a step back. Well, what you say is that's the exception to the rule, which is why they make a movie about it. Right. But there's yeah. about 10,000 other cases where that's that doesn't great, happen. That's a great way to put and it. And that kid comes up, grows up to be an angry kid who hurts other people, yeah. who doesn't deal with his issues, doesn't go to therapy, doesn't figure things out, maybe becomes a, a wife beater or a child abuser from his own children, beats his own children, because he hasn't come to terms with his own anger at feeling helpless and hopeless in the world and beat up by the world.
0: Yeah, well, you know what it is? There's or the... becomes a shut-in. Yeah. 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 Or afraid or Or all these these things. Um, there's the quote from Nietzsche, which is very famous. One of his most famous, which is what, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. (laughs) And that is so profoundly not true (laughs) is that there are so many things, you know, whether it's PTSD or just getting in a horrible car accident and not being able to walk after those things didn't necessarily make you, some things don't make you stronger. Yeah. Now, but on the other hand, experiences and dealing with adversity and learning to overcome adversity sure. does make you stronger. Yes. And so I think what I want, like my way to thread the needle of these things is saying, you know, as a parent myself, is uh, is that we should learn to deal with negative experiences on our own. Yes. We should learn some grit and to overcome adversity. And also, there are, there are times where that adversity is too big and it's not going to make you stronger. Mm-hmm. And we need to care and comfort and protect people in these situations that's
2: why i don't use hand sanitizer
0: um that that is exactly why i don't use hand sanitizer <laughs> That's right
2: because i'm strong i'm gonna I'm deal with the germs
0: yeah i i'm 100 percent agree with that yeah um that's a whole other conversation <laughs> but i 100 percent agree that's me dealing with the with the grit there we go <laughs> john i can't tell you how excited i am about the cinephiles new sponsor an absolutely incredible game
2: Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date,
0: so don't miss out, y'all. Check out that unique promo code, and for every new user, please follow our link in the description and use the promo code MAXPOOL. Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force. We're very, very excited to have you sponsoring this episode. And you know what? Daniel, at this moment, he wants to deal with it himself, too. He wants to take karate classes.
2: I got to take karate.
1: That's it. You took karate. No, not at the why At a good school. Fighting doesn't solve anything. Oh, well, neither does palm trees, Ma.
2: Which is a, exactly a great point you were bringing up earlier, Steve. Why is she here? Yeah.
0: Right. And she takes it. And he says, you didn't yeah. ask me. And she takes it in. And she goes, you're right. She's a good mom. This is where she's a good mom. Yeah. No question about it um and and she asks kind of he's thrown the bike in the dumpster and she says what about the bike and he says i'm safe for taking the bus and they walk back up to the apartment and as they walk away who do we see mr miyagi yep. this is an important moment in the film
2: do we get the score there the zamphir at that moment i think we get the i bet bit, we do i think it's the first time we, we do, do. It. Yeah. yeah yeah um
0: yeah we're back at school. He sees Allie does the cute little shoulder tap on one side, and yeah. goes to the other side. Um, and she sees, you know, what happened to him, and 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 again, he's making the jokes. Yeah. Ooh, what
1: happened to your forehead? Oh, it's terrible! It's just gigantic runaway zit. <laughs> That's gross.
0: And there's a funny moment where he says, "Oh, I had a bike," you know bike crash or whatever and they're asking what kind of bike do you have and of course they think he's talking about a motorcycle yeah and this is one of the key other elements of this film that is really starting to emerge mm-hmm. now which is there is a strong class structure yep. here there are the rich kids and there are the poor kids yep and Allie is one of the rich kids Yeah she is and daniel is not mm-hmm. and then of course they're talking about hey let's go to the arcade or something but then who do we see but johnny mm-hmm. and daniel hightails it out of there and she's even like, hey, we got to deal with this thing. And she's like, he goes, you deal with it your way. I'll deal with it my way. Right. Um, and by the
2: way, I'm on his side at this moment. Of course. Because this is, he can't deal with that. Um, and it's easier for her to deal with it because he is from her class. Yeah. And he, she has all the power in that situation over, as opposed to Daniel, who's doesn't, who doesn't doesn't have roots in the community. Right. Doesn't have, you know, family, that kind of thing. He's, he's a transplant.
0: Well, and I don't think he knows yet fully the nature of the class thing which no, no, he will no. yeah but 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 he will soon
2: yeah but i mean her reaction comes from agree yes yeah, oh, totally yeah. you're totally yeah. right yeah.
0: um we're back home yeah. and there at the top of the steps is a beautiful pristine perfect bike yep mr miyagi has fixed it and he knows it's miyagi mm-hmm. that's what i find interesting because he goes right to his little workshop area and there is mr miyagi working on the bonsai tree i love this scene it is a great scene mm-hmm. Miyagi invites him inside and says he trains the trees and then he goes here you do it.
1: No, I don't know how to do this stuff. No no, no sit down. No no I may mess it up. I don't want to mess it up or something. Close eye. Trust. Concentrate. Think only to Make a perfect picture down to Rust the pine needle. Wipe her mind clean, everything but
0: tree. And then he hands him the clippers and he walks away. And Daniel's question is, well, how do I know if my picture is the right one?
1: If come from inside you, always right one.
0: This is a great moment. Mm -hmm. And this is a great teaching moment. And what what we see from Daniel right from this moment is his receptiveness to this old man has asked him to do this thing. He's like, okay, I will do this thing. Yeah. And it's funny. There, there's something I'll say: there are a lot of masters in film, mm-hmm. the great teacher of one kind or another. You know, whether it's Yoda or Mickey and Rocky, or even like Robin Williams in Dead Poet Society. Yeah. Or you know, there's these great teachers. Mr Miyagi might be my favorite. Wow, I just—he's so wise and loving and funny and
2: and human, and has these emotions to him. Like, I, I love Mr. B. And he speaks to your version of martial arts. Totally. Right? And so Absolutely. all of that resonates with you
0: organically, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's yeah. so, this, this movie is, I think, so influential for how I came to look at what martial arts are. Mm. And, and, and martial arts as a, because I never, I didn't, I, I was bullied a little bit in school. Yeah. You know, like I was thrown in the garbage can. I had my, you know, comic books torn up in front of me. I was called names. Right. You know, mostly like fat names mm-hmm. stuff like that and that really hurt but I never had the I have to learn to fight these guys that was never in my brain hmm. I loved martial arts because I loved martial arts right and so it was never about fighting right. for me although I loved to spar at certain times in my life and I love but it was never about that it was always about what Mr. Miyagi says mm-hmm. about balance learning how not to fight yeah that was what it was always about for me yeah and he works on the the tree and then mom comes in and kind of says thank you and and he offers her a tree and she's ready to pay him. He's like, no, no, no. My pleasure. I think
2: it's when she suspects that Daniel is missing a father figure. Yeah. She, I think she knows it instinctively.
0: She's a perceptive yep. person. I I totally agree. Back at school this time, Daniel avoids Ali. Yeah. And, and, and he's very aware of Johnny. I think this is sort of his weakest moment on some levels. Mm-hmm. And now it's Halloween. um, And, and Daniel comes to visit uh, Miyagi who, you know, now is calling him Daniel-san. And, and apparently Mr. Miyagi knows about the school dance schedule. Because he, <laughs> he asks, oh, you're not going to the dance. Um, and Well, I'm sure there are other kids who live in the complex. <laughs> I, yeah, probably. Um, and he thinks he should go to the dance. He's alone too much. Mm-hmm. And Daniel kind of goes, well, I, I'd only go if I go as the invisible man. And I love that behind him on the wall is the stuff to make the shower costume, which we're going to see in a moment. Yeah. And we end up at the Halloween dance. And he goes into the dance in a shower
2: curtain. Which is hilarious. <laughs> it's a great, great costume. Yep. He's essentially a bath, a walking bath. Yeah. Or shower, I guess.
0: And somehow Ali recognizes him. <laughs> There's Daniel. Uh, and she's dressed sort of Princess Prince, Princess Leia-ish. Yeah. Um, with a wand for some reason. Uh, yeah, it's a little, it's not quite a Princess <laughs> Leia, but it's, it's in the v- vicinity. Sure. Um, And she gets into the shower with him. Just really cute moments. It is and kind of sexy. Yes. <laughs> There's something about even though it's a fake shower, Yeah. but this woman kind of comes into the shower curtains alone with you. Yeah. It's kind of
2: nice. And kind of be alone
0: in a room full of
1: people. Hey, you've come to the right place, stranger. <laughs> yeah, I never danced in a shower before. Hey, a friend of mine made just point. Isn't it great? So, uh, where have you been hiding? Well, I haven't been hiding. No, I haven't seen you around. Have you been looking? Sorta. Sorta.
0: And they have a nice little talk and a nice little hug, and yeah. it's kind of romantic. And we hear now the, the subject of Johnny comes up, and, and, and Allie's kind of like, man, I wish someone would give him his medicine someday.
2: It's just that he thinks he can do whatever he wants to people. You know, who?
1: Johnny.
2: Oh. I'd love to see him get a dose of his own medicine.
1: Well, you know, it goes around, comes around.
2: Mm, I'd love to be there when it does. <laughs> yeah, me too.
0: And then some dude, <laughs> chicken suit is throwing <laughs> eggs at people, and he gets Daniel, and now he's got to go off to the bathroom. And as he goes into the bathroom in his <laughs> in his portable shower stall, <laughs> who does he see there but a bunch of guys in skeletons? Yeah. And this is the Cobra Kai guys. Yep. And Johnny's in the toilet, and he is all alone, and he's thinking about what Ali said about wishing he would get his medicine. Wishing it would come around. Wishing it would come around. Mm-hmm. And... uh Fortunately, there seems to be a hose all hooked up there. (laughs) It's so funny watching this because you're like, I'm sure in 1984,
2: I'm going, this is a terrible mistake. This is a horrible, horrible, horrible plan. What are you thinking? But this, this this speaks to the East Coast mentality in my mind. I know this, right? I know this thing, what he's doing. Right. Because you can't leave well enough alone when you're still upset about a situation. And this is his way of kind of fighting back against them. And he thinks he can get away with it. Um, and it's also a way A little bit of reclaiming Like he's still a young kid Right So he's not aware Of a lot of the reasons For why he's doing What he's doing But this is a little way Of reclaiming his manhood In the situation For lack of a better term To fight back a little bit In his it, way it's absolutely what it right? is And, and, and one thing we can say About Daniel LaRusso
0: He's not a coward He's a gutsy kid He is gut Yeah Balls yep. I mean he is like This is a ballsy move Yep and, and this great shot From below Where we see Johnny in the foreground Lighting a joint Yep and he comes up above, and he he puts the hose through like some pipes, and aims it down, turns it on, mm-hmm. yeah! and then man out comes Johnny, and the skeletons are chasing the shower kid. And this is the thing; it's instantly obvious who who yeah. this is. Yes. Like his, he did not think through this plan. No. Runs by Allie and says, oh, that thing is yeah, coming around. It's coming <laughs> around. Um, she trips the skeletons. He, yeah, she, she trips, trips the skeletons. Yeah, that's her way of fighting back because um, she knows they won't hit her. Uh, he causes a car accident while running away. What I know, right? Apparently, we're not going to have consequences for that. Jumps on the hood. and <laughs> Daniel jumps a fence. The skeletons are running after them. It's really a nice shot in the dark as he's mm-hmm. running across a field towards the apartment. He gets to the fence next to the apartment. He's just climbing over that fence. And they catch him. Yeah.
1: You couldn't leave well enough alone. Could you, little twerp? No, you had to push it. Well, now you're going to pay.
2: And they proceed to beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty brutal. Yeah, but what's interesting about this fight scene, Steve, is we get one guy who doesn't want to yes. do it.
1: Hey, leave him alone, man. He's had enough. Shut up, mommy.
2: And this guy's, ironically, his name is Bobby Brown. Uh, and one of the most one, allegedly one of the most violent people we've had as, as singer wise but like uh he tries to get the That's a strange stu- com- <laughs> a competition by the way
0: most violent s- singer is like in this corner we have Ike Turner
2: Ike Turner over here lesser degree, Bobby, Brown. Bobby Brown but no this this uh his name is Bobby Brown in the movie, which is great uh, and uh, he tells them to stop. He says, he's good. had enough, he's had enough. And this will come into play later on down yep. the road. It's kind of brilliant to lay the groundwork a little bit here for what this, for the, what he's going to do in the tournament later. And so he tells them to stop, and they he, they ignore him.
0: Well, they don't just ignore him, but they quote Sensei.
2: Yes. Mercy is for the weak. Mercy is for the weak.
0: A- and this is the thing, is that this is not a, this movie is not a battle between good guys who want one thing and bad guys who want to do other things. right this is a battle between ideals between philosophies yep. of these two dojos essentially and this one says mercy is for the weak yeah and, and and this is where i also go like what is johnny intending to do is he gonna
2: kill him yeah no i think he's gonna or he's gonna beat the living he's gonna shit beat out of him? the living shit out of him i think he's gonna beat him senseless I really do I I don't think he's gonna kill him but I sure as hell think he's gonna knock him out this is really scary yeah um and this happened back then I want to make people understand well and still and still I'm sure but in in the 80s it happened I had friends who were beat up knocked out at times by bullies and things like that. Man, I almost got knocked out. You know, yeah. those, those things are the worst when you, because these are older kids who are beating you up most of the time. Right. And so they have more, they're physically stronger, they're just better at it. And there's only so much you can do. And so when you see that situation, you just, you, it's uh, a, da- Daniel is done for until, of course. Yeah. And then we have this moment, we're up against the fence
0: and, The angle is kind of a low angle, and there we see Miyagi climbing up that fence. Johnny comes in to launch his big jumping kick, Mm -hmm. which are mostly fairly silly to do. (laughs) Um, And down comes Pat Morita, and
2: he wipes him out. By the way, this is a grown man beating up high school kids. You want to talk about... Um, well, possibly going to lawyers and police. Well, and well this is the thing, too. And by the way, and, and it's
0: funny, too, because if you ever see the Jackie Chan, uh, uh, Jaden Smith one, it's oh. even worse because those are like little kids. Oh, he's it's very uncomfortable. Oh, geez, I mean, this really? one, this one, it's like those are older. Right. You know, like, I don't think that what Miyagi does is wrong, but there right. should have been some consequences. Right, right.
2: I don't think it's what he's doing um, wrong either. He's
0: obviously saving Daniel. Yeah. And, and I would say this fight scene is okay. It's mostly not Pat yeah. Morita, of course. Uh, and the guy that doubles Pat Morita is a guy named Fumio Demura, and he is a fairly famous uh, karate guy. Oh wow! Um, he there's a documentary about him that's called "The Real Mr. Miyagi." Mm okay i you know i'm not gonna say go watch this documentary <laughs> i think it's a little bit thin but he's he is one of those guys that brought the martial arts to the united states oh, wow. you know and he had these all did all these demos and he he you know those books we were talking about oh, yeah. before he wrote a whole bunch of them wow. on karate and he's one of those early sort of evangels of karate mm-hmm. you know he was preaching it and he's the guy who, who doubles uh pat Morita. wow there's this last moment where Daniel looks up through sort of Vaseline-coated lens and mm-hmm. sees Mr. Miyagi standing over the guys in his kind of karate-ish pose. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to Daniel kind of waking up and being healed by Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. This is a really great scene. Mm-hmm.
1: How come you didn't tell me? Tell you what? That you do karate. You never ask. Where would you learn it from? Father. I thought he was a fisherman. In Okinawa, all Miyagi know two things: fish and karate.
0: And and by the way, this whole scene is one shot. They, wow. which is really not, it's not like a spectacular tracking shot or anything. But they they had talked about doing coverage and getting close ups and all this stuff. And Albertson did three takes of it and got to the end and went, "We got it." Yeah. And and that's a real sign of they've done a lot of rehearsal. These actors were really strong and there is a connection between ralph macchio and pat Morita that is just really it really works yep. this is a great great pair and talks about the origin in okinawa that you know fisherman gets lost ends up in china brings back karate and that's Mm -hmm. where Miyagi family karate comes from. And to some degree, this is true that from, you know, that there's an origin of martial arts starting in India with yogis coming up to China and then meeting the guys who become the Shaolin temple. And that's where Kung Fu sort of starts and all these styles of Kung Fu around China. And then some of that making it to Japan. And that's, you know, and and of course there's Japanese traditional martial arts before this. And, uh, but that's where this karate comes from. And you could see Daniel's kind of going,
1: Hey, you ever taught anyone? No. Well, would you? Depend. On what? Reason. I was revenge? Daniel-san, you look revenge that way. Start by digging to grave. Well, at least I have company, right? Fighting always last answer to problem. Oh, no offense, Mr. Miyagi, but I don't think you understand my problem. Miyagi understand problem perfect.
0: And and, and he understands where this problem is coming from. Is their students. And the problem is coming from their teacher. Right. Um, And so you should go talk to the teacher. And and, and Daniel's like, really? You want me to do that? And he's like, yes, that is what you should go do. Um, And Daniel says, well, if I show up there, I'm going to get killed. And (laughs) Miyagi's response is,
1: get killed anyway.
2: (laughs) Right. It's a great comeback. Yeah. And then he asks him to come. And this is the moment where Miyagi has to decide... Saving him is a different situation. That's a humanitarian thing. Taking an active participant, becoming an act, choosing to become an active participant in this situation. This is the moment.
0: I agree. Right? Well, and I think this brings up a really important question, which is who is Miyagi? Yeah. Who has Miyagi been for the last 40 years? Because what we're going to learn later is that he was a soldier in World War II, Mm -hmm. that his wife died in childbirth. And we know that he works as a handyman in this apartment, and then he has this house where he's collected some cars and built gardens mm-hmm. and things like that. Does he have any friends? I don't think so. I th- he goes out one night, probably yeah. to a bar or something. Yeah. But like, I think in this moment of deciding whether or not he should get involved, mm-hmm. he is kind of opening himself up into the world again in a way that I don't know how much Miyagi has yeah. for the last long time. Yeah. and. Finally, he says, okay, I'm going to go. And what does Daniel ask him? What kind of belt do you have? <laughs> this is, I remember this. <laughs>
1: JCPenney. JCPenney, 398. No, <laughs> oh, no, I didn't mean a belt like that. I meant... Okinawa, belt mean no need rope, hold up pants.
2: <laughs> Which is a nice, subtle dig yeah. at the idea of, Black belt, yellow belt, white belt—all that stuff—that was so that Americans are consumed by because Americans are driven by achievement, right? Whereas the the natural order of Japanese, Japanese karate is not about necessarily achievement. in well, all those in classification, or, I mean, you know, all those color
0: belts—certainly that's all invented. here. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and and whether or not you know there so are black belts in Japan, and some styles have sure. more ranks and stuff than others, uh, but you know his, his next line of you know. He points to his heart, karate here. Points to his head, karate here. Points to his belt, karate, never here. Never here, right? That's That's what it is, man. Yeah. Um, and they say goodnight, and they bow. And it's the next day, and we get ready to go. He says, good morning. <laughs> and he hands him the keys to the truck. He's yeah. <laughs> like, I don't have a license. He says, that's okay, neither do I. Ah, <laughs> uh, so much fun. Um, there's a little problem with the clutch. Um, We arrive at the dojo. They're practicing some punches. Uh, we see Johnny has black eye mm-hmm. uh Mr Miyagi and Daniel enter uh the sensei takes the student down for not paying attention yeah has to do some 60 push-ups on his knuckles. I had to do 60 I had to do push-ups on my knuckles, Oh really? dojo sure oh. oh yeah there was uh, uh, on the floor for 44 I mean there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of dojo.
2: Stuff. In the military, we had to do push-ups on the, gra- on the asphalt, gravel asphalt. Yeah. So you could feel the rocks digging oh, into yeah. your hands. Yeah. And you'd have to do diamond push-ups. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have to do elevated diamond push-ups, which we would do off a pool table, which yeah. are the worst, where you put your feet on the pool yep. table, and then, of course, you're in a uh, ang- uh, angle, and you're... Oh, man, those are the worst. Remember being young? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Remember actually, like, enjoying the challenge? A yeah. little bit. So were, by the time you're out of, by the time you get four or five weeks into basic, you actually relish the challenge of doing the push-ups. There
0: was a time where we, when I was living with a friend, we would pull out a deck of cards. Oh, do you ever do the deck of cards?
2: Oh, what's the deck of cards?
0: Deck of cards is whatever comes up. That how many push-ups you were doing. <laughs> you know, and aces were 15 or something, and kings right. were 14 or whatever it was. And if you got a two, it's like ah, no problem. And there were nights where we'd do five or six decks of cards. Wow, and five that or six was just... decks, and that was just a fun night. Damn, you know, dude, there was a lot lot. of push-ups back in my early 20s i couldn't do i I couldn't do very many at all now uh yeah um we see a little sparring and then the guy makes his point and then he doesn't finish him and sensei yells finish him
2: yeah
0: um and here we hear the speech man
1: we do not train to be merciful here mercy is for the weak here
2: on the street in competition a man confronts you he is the enemy An enemy
1: deserves no mercy. What is the problem, Mister
0: Lawrence? That is a philosophy. Yes, that is making a statement about how you think the world works. Mm -hmm. Uh, Enemies deserve no mercy. It's funny. We did uh, Ben Hur a little while ago, right? Uh, I think I think there was a certain point where Ben Hur believed enemies deserve no mercy, Mm -hmm. and then he learns a different lesson. Yep. You know, Um, but. We stop right in the middle because Johnny is distracted. What are you staring at, Mr. Lawrence? There's a little bit of whispering mm-hmm. and Daniel starts to get nervous. Let's let's get going. Sensei Kreese comes up to Miyagi and says, I hear you jump some of
2: my students. Like a gang. He yeah. walks up like a gang leader, and all his students come yep. right behind him to flank him and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's no question that we are close to violence right now. Oh,
0: absolutely. Like Kreese is seeing this as a challenge. Mm-hmm. Like a cobra, yeah, like a cobra, yeah. um, and and Miyagi says, "I want you to leave the kid alone."
2: Like a mongoose, <laughs> like, that's I always, that's always what I thought. That he's, sure, he's a mongoose because there's a confidence. No other animal is confident around a cobra except a mongoose. And you, yeah. and that's what I think of Miyagi all the time is yeah. that mongoose. And he has man, this this stand-up comic who was a sick kid,
0: <laughs> he holds so much power. Oh, yeah. And and he holds it in such a relaxed manner. Mm -hmm. Like there isn't any tension in Miyagi at all. Right. And Kreese is
1: like, well, this kid should take care of himself. One to one problem, yes. Five to one problem. Too much, ask anyone.
0: And Kreese is like, oh, well, let's set up a match right now. Johnny, you ready to fight him? And finally, Miyagi comes up with a solution of no. We'll fight in the tournament because mm-hmm. there's a big poster of the tournament in the mm-hmm. background. Um, Thinking on his feet,
2: yeah, very much so. Mm-hmm. I don't know that Daniel's so uh, <laughs> so happy about this. Once again, someone else is deciding what's the best thing for Daniel. <laughs> well, some adult is deciding what's best and for him they, without s- asking his opinion. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and the deal that he makes is you leave the kid alone until the tournament, right? So we could go train, and everyone agrees. And well, Chris says,
1: but you don't show. And it's open
0: season. And him. And you. I mean, it is It is ridiculous. <laughs> it is, but that's machismo. I mean, but, but, but this goes to the thing of, of, like, we could go back to our conversation about Excalibur, which is that might makes right. Yeah. Or... Is it might for right? Yeah. And they, and Crease is teaching the law of might makes right. Yeah. We are the toughest, and therefore we can do what we want. Hmm. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Outside, Daniel is pissed. I can't believe this. You said you were going to make things better for me. And Miyagi's like, Well, I just saved you two months of a beating. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel says, Well, now I really have something to look forward to. <laughs> uh, we end up at Miyagi's house. It's a cool design. It's it a is. cool place with all those awesome cars. Those
2: cars the are ground. incredible, dude.
0: Um, and Daniel's kind of going, "Do you really think I could beat that guy?" And Miyagi's response is,
1: uh, no matter. What could teach you how to rest in feast? Stupid, but fact of life."
0: Hmm. I think that's a really good line. Stupid, but fact of life. Yeah, is that? And this is something I try to teach my kid all the time, which is because you know, he'll go, "Oh, well, that wasn't fair," and they're like, "Yeah, you're right. That was not fair." but that is what life is. Yep. You know, this is how, this is how it goes.
1: Win, lose, no matter. You make go fight and respect. Then nobody bother. Hell, they'll bury me where I fall. <laughs> Either way, problem solved.
0: <laughs> right. Gives him a headband. They kind of squat down to talk. And Miyagi has this great thing, which is he says,
1: walk on the road, hmm? walk right side, safe. Walk left side. Walk middle, sooner or later, get the squish, just like grip. Here, karate, same thing. Either you karate do yes, or karate do no. You karate do guess so, just like grip.
0: That's a good life lesson. Yes,
2: uh, for anything.
0: Yeah, for anything. And he under- says he understands. And then he says, we're going to have a sacred pack. I'm gonna teach, you're gonna learn, no questions. Right. And they make a deal. And he stands up, and he <laughs> says, first wash all the cars, yeah. then wax, and Daniel's like, wait a minute, what's this about? <laughs> wax on, right
1: hand. Wax off, left hand. Wax on, wax off. Breathe, in through nose, out the mouth. Wax on, wax off. Don't forget to breathe. Very important. Wax on, wax off. Wax on, wax off. Hey, where these guys come from? Wax on Detroit.
0: <laughs> this wax on, wax off among the great training things of all time. Yep. Yeah. Legendary. Absolutely. Uh, it's later that night. He's still working. Miyagi comes out, corrects his breathing. And leaves again late at night. He's finished. Daniel's like, "You want to check these out?" And he goes and it goes finds Miyagi, who's maybe meditating, mm. maybe sleeping, maybe sleeping. And he leaves.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, back at school now. Allie does a little shoulder tap thing, mm-hmm. and we see Johnny and and Daniel's like, "Hey, no, we got it all worked
2: out." Yeah. He goes and talks to them, <laughs> gives him a little. I love it, and it's also like, dude. Why are you pushing this? But this is Daniel, man. Yeah. I love it. Daniel's got a gutsiness
0: yep. to him. And they make a date. Yeah. Let's go to golf and stuff. Golf and stuff. Yeah. Um
2: did you have golf and stuff growing up here?
0: Uh, Northern California? No. I mean there there were there were there was miniature golf. you right. But there wasn't golf and stuff. Yeah, we
2: didn't have golf and stuff where I was on the East no. Coast either. No. There was miniature golf. There was yeah. no golf and stuff. No, not like this. Mm. Um not like this. Yeah. <laughs> this place apparently is real. No, it's not been there.
0: Yeah, it's, it's right down. Uh, it, yeah, really. Yeah,
2: w- is it the one over in Sherman Oaks?
0: No, that. Okay, that's no the the one that I think this is. Yeah. is down uh, towards it's down the five south of downtown. I'm gonna find that fucking thing. I'll t- we'll go. All right, we'll, we'll have a cinephile. Jax likes it. He's been <laughs> all right. Done yeah. and done. Um, Can we take the Studebaker. <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, mom is takes Daniel to go pick up Allie. Mm-hmm. We pull oh. we pull up to a house. It is a beautiful house, dog? Is it? I, I, it's very rich, beautiful house. Yeah, I don't like. I mean, it's so ostentatious and snooty. It yeah, really you, bugs me. Right, that's, yeah, that's my that's my stance. <laughs> and as as uh, he goes up to get her, the parents pull up in the rolls.
2: Oh man, man, they are just and her. God love Randy. Hallett. Look, the Larusso's mom just so unaware of the situation. Yeah, because in her mind, humans are humans. Right. It's not about the money. It's about yeah. being kind and decent to each other. And she's all like, hello. And, and Allie's she... fucking parents yep. are
0: immediately nasty and disrespectful to mm-hmm. Daniel, mm-hmm. look down upon mom and the station wagon, yep. talk about Johnny. Have you seen Johnny? Because in their mind, like, well, she should be dating Johnny. Right. They are horrible, mm-hmm. horrible people.
2: And I don't know if you know people like this, but that's true. Like, I've oh, yeah. spoken to people who have. Been in these situations where their parents want them to be with these these other guys because it just helped It's essentially the old English king thing. Oh yeah, royalty thing. Where you're trying to pair up. It's America's version of an arranged marriage, and it's interesting. No, know? this is classist, and yeah. they think that they're better right. than Daniel and his mom.
0: Right, and it's funny. I was trying to think of. The, I thought of something about what their belief system is, and I realized that this sentence can mean two things, which is they think they're better than Daniel because of their wealth. Yeah. And what I realize is by saying that, you could mean that I look at my bank account, you know, or they look at their bank account and they know what Daniel's bank account and goes, oh, there's no more money in mine, therefore I'm better than him. Right. But that's not what it is. It's that they look at Johnny and their people mm-hmm. and go, oh, they're dress better and they speak better right. and they're more cultured and they know the right wine or the right whatever right and they go oh these are the better people and they look at daniel and his people yeah and they don't they speak in a different way and they have less good stuff and less good clothes and they go those people are not as good yeah but they don't know that all that is because of wealth yes do you know what i mean yep. so they think they're better because of their wealth but they don't know that's what it is they right. just look at this these things you sense it these you know external factors, mm-hmm. and in fact, they are much worse than Daniel and his mom yeah. because Daniel's mom are good people, and these are horrible people, and I hate them.
2: Okay, fair. All right, I'm glad
0: we got to that. <laughs> um, and to make matters worse, we go down on the date, and yeah. mom and Al is sweet with Allie, and we go to start the car, doesn't start. Right and now, we got to go. Got to <laughs> pop just, the clutch, and she just puts Allie in that driver's seat. Yep. and says we're going to push, <laughs> and it's you know I've I've pushed a car to pop the clutch. Sure, of course. Uh, I don't think I don't think it happens as much anymore. Well, of anymore. course not. That, um there was a time. There was yeah. one co- buddy of mine who we always had to push that car to start. Mm-hmm. That was just normal. Mm-hmm. And we drive off and we head to golf and stuff. Yep. Uh we got some got a nice little 80s golf and stuff montage, hockey bumper boats, like a bouncy house, a photo booth, we're holding hands. Yeah. It's getting kind of nice. The date is going really well. Mm-hmm. Dude pulls up in a Corvette yeah and this is where now the class structure has really Mm -hmm. jumped in it and now now daniel is feeling it after meeting the parents with the rolls royce and the fancy house of the pillars and now there's this dude with the corvette and 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 now johnny shows up and he even invites daniel to come along on whatever thing they're gonna do yeah not cool daniel does not want to do this um and mom shows up and and they start to mock, oh, can Daniel come for a ride? Mm-hmm. Mom knows what's going yep. on now. Now mom is hip to it. She yep. wasn't before, but now she is.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And he's kind of, he doesn't handle this well. Nope. Because Allie is awesome. Yeah. And he is going, maybe you want to go with them.
1: You know, you could have gone. Well, I didn't want to, okay? Nah, like it's no big deal. Look, you know, if I really wanted to go, I would have. Nah, it makes no difference to me. Do what you want to do. I don't care.
0: Yeah, it's his insecurities. Absolutely, no mm-hmm. question about it. Um, and we don't end this date on a very good note. No, no. We're back at Mr. Miyagi. He he walks into the gardens. Oh wow, this is beautiful. And he sees these weird things that he's got. What are these? You know, Japanese bongos. He starts <laughs> making noise. It's like no, they're Sanders. Um, well, what do you want me to do with it? What do you do with them? And he goes, "Funny you should ask." <laughs> I love it. Funny you yeah. should ask. You should have right circle, left circle. <laughs> now he's sanding the floor. Sand the floor. Sand the floor. Breathe in, breathe out. <laughs> right circle, left circle what a great it's just i mean i who doesn't want to find this master right you know he's the guy right and you know what daniel doesn't really complain that much not yet he you could see him not being so happy he was like okay and he starts sanding the floor and then it's late at night i
2: mean this is a lot of work yeah have you sanded some floors oh yeah oh well not floors but i've i used to work with my dad in the summers because he was a house painter so i would sand like all the caulking and all the stuff it's, you'd have to do. It is a lot, a lot of, work. of work. And you yeah. have to get it level. Yep. You have to get it right so that there's no bumps. All that yep. kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's late at night. And he's finished. You could see his shoulder
0: starting to hurt. Yeah. And and he wants some praise. He's you too know? young to be having rotator cuff <laughs> issues. Right? Yeah. Uh, well, he's 23. <laughs> yeah, well, true. Fair. <laughs> um, and he says, go home, get some rest, come back early tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, it's the next morning. Um, Mr. Miyagi's still trying to catch flies with chopsticks, and Daniel's like, well, wouldn't a fly swatter be easier? And and Miyagi says,
1: Man who catch fly with chopsticks, accomplish anything. You ever catch one? Not yet.
0: And he then Daniel goes to try. What does he do? He catches one. What <laughs> an said. asshole. It's a, <laughs> it's, a,
2: it's a great moment. And I love Miyagi's uh, beginner, luck, <laughs> yeah, Right? But I think also Daniel needs this moment, right? Yeah. Because the whole time he's been there doing menial labor, but he needs to feel this like moment of possibility. Right. Right. In all this. And And now he's kind of high on it. He's like, yeah, I can accomplish anything. Yes. He's like, good. Now accomplish
0: paint defense. (laughs) Paint defense. (laughs) Up. (laughs) Down. (laughs) Down. Up. Down. And you're like, oh. And what's really funny about this, Yeah. we know, we, even if you haven't seen the movie, and you still kind of know what's going on because yeah, you know what kind of movie you're watching. So this can't be that some asshole is making this kid do all this free labor, right? We know that, and yet you're like, man, this is crazy what yeah. he has him do. And he pay- and now it's late at night, and he's you could tell he's really getting frustrated, mm-hmm. but he's just about done. And he says it's all finished, pretty good. And Miyagi goes, both sides. <laughs> um it's nighttime daniel is still going miyagi comes out wearing a hawaiian shirt Mm -hmm. like i think this is where maybe he's going out to the bar or something (laughs) and he just goes keep going and come back tomorrow early it's the next morning and daniel son arrives and he sees paint cans in front of the house and a note and it says paint the house no up down paint side to side left hand right hand Daniel's pissed at this moment. Yeah, he is, and and honestly, of course he is. I mean, the guy. This is a lot of labor. Mm-hmm. I mean, washing and waxing the cars is one thing, but sanding a whole floor, painting a whole fence, and now you got to paint a whole house. Man, um, it's nighttime. The house is painted. Miyagi comes in and says, "Missed a spot."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And 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 the thing is, he wants Daniel angry. Yeah. He is pushing him to get him angry.
1: I'm being your goddamn slave is what I'm being, man. Now, we made a deal here. So? So? So you're supposed to teach and I'm supposed to learn, remember? For four days, I've been busting my ass. I haven't learned a goddamn thing. Ah, uh, you learned plenty. learned plenty. I learned plenty. I learned how to sand your decks, maybe. I wax your car, paint your house, paint your fence. I learned plenty, right? Ah, uh, not everything is as simple. Oh, bullshit. I'm going home, man. And then he stops and... daniel Danielson. daniel Yeah, real firm.
0: Yeah, and there's the that power there and and miyagi says show me sand the floor and he says i can't i can't even move my shoulder and miyagi claps his hands and rubs them together and daniel's like what what, what are you doing and he reaches out and touches them it's obvious it hurts at first right. and then somehow man he's got the healing touch yeah it's got some japanese magic in those hands mm-hmm. and he says show me sand the floor and Daniel starts to go down on his knees he's <laughs> like <"Nah." laughs> sand the floor and this moment that we're getting through, yeah man I think this is one of the great moments in martial arts agreed of all time agreed
1: <laughs> show me wax on wax off wax on wax off wax on wax off wax on at. wax off at. concentrate look my eye back a hand
0: And then he throws a punch.
2: And Daniel just instinctively blocks it. Yeah, I love the sounds he's making when he's throwing the punches. And then he says, "Do the other one. Show me paint
0: defense." And then he throws another punch. And then all of a sudden, he just attacks him just this wild like flurry of punches and kicks and daniel blocks them all
2: and he's increasingly more surprised yeah as he starts blocking them you can see uh, macho does a great job here with his eyes Mm -hmm. it is that combination of instinct and surprise that is there in his eyes which is really uh, subtle great acting stuff well and the intensity of Pat Morita.
0: yes, eyes always look eye always look eye you know, which by the way, I don't think is good advice um <laughs> Brett, really oh yeah, definitely oh not. okay eyes lie okay you like uh, but there's I would say what you want is sort of have your eyes be diffuse, oh yeah you don't want them you don't want to get too locked into someone's eyes right because people do things they'll eye flick and that'll distract you and then yeah. they'll do something else oh you know, um, so like a little more, but it doesn't matter because Miyagi is awesome. He's yeah. Eyes always look eyes, and after this, they bow, mm-hmm. and Daniel starts to look down. He's like, "No, no, look eyes," and then he says, "Come back tomorrow," and this great reaction from Daniel yeah. of just, I just experienced some some stuff, right? Like
2: that, it's a it's a miracle. It's a miracle of a moment, mm-hmm. I think, for him. Agreed, you know. And we have these moments as we grow up as. Men or yeah. people, rather, you have those moments where someone's trying to teach you something, and they go roundabout a way of teaching you, and then you realize what they were trying to teach you. And you're like, "Oh man, incredible!" What, what, what's funny is my experience having taught martial arts
0: is that you always want to create this moment, <laughs> but in fact, really, the moment's going to happen for them when it's going to happen.
2: Right? It's organic.
0: You yes. can't. You can't go like, "I'm going to do this and this and this." Right? They're going to have an epiphany. You can't I mean, it. Sometimes that happens, but but mostly it's like. You know it's really what what really tends to have, feel like as a student is someone's been saying a thing over and over and over again, yeah. and then one day you hear it, yes, and you're like, "Oh my God, and it's like, yeah, that's what I've been telling you <laughs> you know <laughs> um it clicks." We're out of the beach? Like Timothy Busfield and Field of Dreams.
2: When did that when did that baseball
0: did field get, here. <laughs> get here? We'll be doing that. We gotta do that at some point. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um so we're out on the beach and we're out practicing some waves to get some balance. Yeah. And balance is a word that comes up a lot. Mm-hmm. And this is where the Zamfir really kicks in. Yeah. It's great yeah. scores. Um great score here. And he sees Mr. Miyagi doing practicing the crane technique. Crane technique on on a stump. And he says, well, what is that? And he says, oh, crane technique. Does it work? When do right, no can defense. That's not true.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, can you imagine some dude actually doing the crane, like standing there in front of you? It's like, I know what you're about to do.
2: <laughs> I've seen the movie. you have seen the I movie. I know what you're going to do. Um, but By that's the way, okay. is that Marita in, is that Marita or is that it's- uh, That's the uh, double. That's the double from far away. Yeah. It's I incredible. Know. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, it does.
0: Um and, and and of course Daniel wants to learn it and he says
1: uh, first learn stand, then learn fly. Yeah. Nature ruled on your son, not the mind."
0: I literally just used that on my kid. Huh. You know, is that that's true. There are nature's rules. It's like I'm not making these rules. Yeah. You can't do this yet. You have to do this later. And he's asking where he learned it from. And father. Yeah. Must have been some father. Um and now there's some drunks at a truck. Oh yeah!
2: By the way, you know who this is? Who is it? I was, I was Larry Drake. That's who it is. He's who, so familiar. Who is? If you've seen Dark Man, he's the criminal in Dark Man. Yeah, he, the evil guy is a villain in Dark. One of the evil, one of the villains in Dark Man. And if you saw L.A. Law from those days, he played uh, the um, the uh, mentally handicapped uh, guy who worked at the offices in L.A. Law. Yeah, yeah. And, and these guys are drunk and racist, and yeah. they
0: say kids got a pet nip yeah which i wanted to say no he's got a hip nip because that is in fact who this guy
2: is um and calls him mr moto which is a 1940s no, reference yep. Right. and what does mr miyagi do
0: <laughs> he knocks the top off a beer bottle so amazing which by the way i've seen oh really so there is a documentary uh an old because i used to watch every martial arts thing i can oh, find sure it's like late 70s early 80s and mm-hmm. it's called budo the japanese art of killing And it is like a beautifully filmed kind of artistic, you know, late 70s documentary, slow paced. And they go through a whole bunch of different uh, Japanese martial arts, judo and jujitsu. And it's probably one of the first times I'd ever really seen Aikido is in this documentary. Uh, And there's a dude and he's got two beer bottles on a bridge and he and they're open but filled and he hits the first one knocks the neck off of it it falls over hits the second one knocks the neck off of it it just stays standing wow and i don't i literally have no concept of how that could be possible yeah that doesn't make any sense to me at all but i don't think it's fake right I think in this movie it's funny. well of course. I don't think Pat Morita did this, but I have seen it a real thing.
2: I love and, the effect.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and they 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 back off. Yeah. They grab the bottles, take off. <laughs> and and I love, you know, uh, how'd you do that? Don't know. First time. First time. Um uh there's some more soccer. Elizabeth shoes actually pretty good at now playing soccer. Mm-hmm. And she says, Oh, I have to go to the club. They're trying to set up a date. Why don't you pick me up at the club after? Right. Um, We're out on a lake, on a rowboat, some more training stuff. And he's saying, you know, stand and bow, to which Daniel (laughs) bows. He's like, no, bow, front, front of the boat. (laughs) Um, And now again, we're talking about balance. And Daniel wants to learn how to punch.
1: Better learn balance. Balance is key. Balance good, karate good, everything good. Balance bad, better pack up or home. Understand?
0: Uh, and he's kind of asking, "Did you ever get in fights when he was a kid, when he was a kid? And, and Miyagi goes, yes. And he goes, yeah, well, you didn't have problems like the problems I have. And he said, fighting is fighting. Same, same. And, and, and Daniel's kind of, again, going, yeah, but you know, karate. And he says, well, someone always knows more. Mm. And again, the wisdom from Mr. Miyagi. Yep. And, he, and Daniel's kind of going, well, then why train? You know, if you don't want to fight, why train? And then he answers his own questions. So you don't have to fight. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Miyagi
0: I have a hope for you. This is the philosophy. He's still going, but when do I get to learn how to punch? And Miyagi goes, when well, you learn how to stay dry. And he knocks him off the boat. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Pat Marina's just laughing at yeah. him. His cackling is just oh, great. On. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to a country club. Yeah. And see a bunch of snooty fucks. Sure, Jesus, sure. I'm Sorry, the parents are just so awful. The
2: parents and, are awful, yeah,
0: yeah. And that they that that Johnny is there, and they push him to, him to dance with her. Like, didn't she tell them that they broke up? Right, she did. And they're just like going, "No, here's Johnny." Right, because they know better for their daughter than she does. Uh, um, and at the same time, Daniel is showing up wearing apparently all white, yeah, really essentially <laughs> dressed like the valet
2: and the red jacket,
0: <laughs> the red jacket and the white outfit, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> decides to sneak in through the kitchen. Allie is not pleased with Johnny dancing with her, trying to get away. And then Johnny sees Daniel through the window of right. the doors in the kitchen and decides to lay a big kiss on Allie. Right. Daniel turns to go, uh, runs into somebody. We hear a big crash. The doors open, and there we see Daniel covered in tomato sauce and yeah. spaghetti. And he's humiliated and he runs away and doesn't get to see Allie punch Johnny and be pissed at him. Right. So this is a classic misunderstanding setup. Sure. Uh, and Johnny is a terrible person, right? And what's the other interesting and why again I hate the parents is they go to comfort Johnny. Yeah, of course. After after their daughter has pushed him away and gotten mad at him. Yep. No, they, those parents are irredeemable. <laughs> we go to back to Miyagi's. That's where he goes when he's sad mm-hmm. and in trouble. Of course, he needs a father figure. Yeah, the dad. And Miyagi's drunk. Could
1: I... he's singing
0: he's singing yeah and he's got two glasses and he's looking at a picture yeah and daniel rides up on his bike and then offers daniel the drink and there's a great moment where he says he says bonsai and daniel goes to little trees (laughs) because he doesn't mean bonsai right he means bonsai (laughs) um and they cheer, they do it, and Daniel does the great sort of, I just drank whiskey for the first time. Right. Ask about this girl in the picture, and Miyagi says he's celebrating his anniversary.
1: I do not know you were married. Uh, damn beautiful, don't you think? Yeah, she's pretty. Uh, oh, first time I saw her was Cainfield, Hawaii. Beautiful.
0: And again, Pat is great here. Ah, man. Daniel asks where she's now, and Miyagi doesn't answer. He pours more booze. He's singing. And by the way, what I should have said at the beginning is he's wearing his army uniform. Yep. And then he starts kind of talking in this voice of someone talking to him. And says, Sergeant Miyagi.
1: Sergeant Miyagi. Yes, sir. Sergeant Miyagi report to kill many Germans, sir. Ha 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 ha! Hey, thank you very, yes sir, regret the inform wife, son, complication about, sir, complication, but no doctor, come, help, run the free, oh, almost free, no doctor.
0: And you don't even quite hear exactly, because it's very slurred, yeah. and you don't quite understand what he's saying, and then he's kind of yelling about the land of the free and the home of the brave. I mean, he's he's out there right now. Yeah, he is. He's pretty
2: gone. Oh, he's in pain. And he goes to bed, and And
0: Daniel's sitting there and sees these newspapers about the internment in Manzanar. And of course, Pat Morita was interred yeah. at this time, and he is looking through things, and he goes to cover Miyagi up and sees that Miyagi is clutching a paper in his hand mm-hmm. and he goes and he pulls the paper out of this man's hand and sees that Miyagi's wife died in complications from childbirth. Mm-hmm. And so did the child. Yeah. Um, and then he goes and sits down and sees some medals, including the congressional medal of honor
1: mm-hmm.
0: that Mr. Miyagi was a hero, a war hero. Mm-hmm. And while he was out fighting for his country, his wife was interred Mm -hmm. by that same country and died because they couldn't get a doctor in time
2: and that his wife and child died because of that. Mm -hmm. It is a a profound moment. It's a profound moment of connection for Daniel too. Like this is the teacher. When you connect with the teacher is when you can find that vulnerable moment with the teacher. And learn about him you know they're both sensitive souls both Miyagi and LaRusso uh LaRusso's grumpiness or frustration or anger comes from a place of uh trying to cover up his sensitivity and that's why he jokes all the time and does all the stuff that he does but he's an incredibly insecure guy and then you have Miyagi who deals who's been dealing with the loss of his only probably never got with anyone else afterwards probably feels guilty that he wasn't there to help her and to to get a doctor for her and to save her child all of that. His their, their child rather, he probably carries that guilt with him every day. Well, and that's why I say, like, well, who was Miyagi? That's the thing. He you know he was a warrior, he did all these things, but I guarantee you he went through a probably a severe depression afterwards, and then being a handy this is this is all he feels he deserves. Well no aspiration. It, well well, it might be all that he could get. Sure,
0: you know we're in a racist society. I mean, how was he? Was he welcome back after the war? But 1984,
2: right? But in 1946, right? But I'm saying that's what I'm saying. But he's still a handyman at a complex. Yeah, why is that? There's a there's a guilt. Well, and a deep
0: Possibly. emptiness. Yes. A deep, you know, yes, a, you know, a loneliness yes. and the and, and, and here's this guy who has all this to give. Yeah. All this tremendous wisdom and skills. Mm. And he was waiting for a student. Mm-hmm. And here and then the students come along and the moment ends, it's so beautiful. After he's put Miyagi to bed and he's seen the Congressional Medal of Honor and all these things, Daniel starts to leave and then turns and bows. Yeah. That's a touching moment Very much poem. so. Uh so there's more training. Daniel's trying to practice that crane technique on the stump. We're more balanced on the on the boat. He's looking pretty good. Um now we're learning to punch. We got Miyagi and the catcher's mask and the and the you know the chest pad and all this stuff. By the way, if someone can punch hard, that that uh <laughs> catcher uh pad is not gonna help you. No, no. That'll really hurt. Um, but it still looks pretty cool. Yeah. There's a moment, by the way, where he doesn't punch very hard. And Miyagi says, uh, what's the matter? Are you some kind of girl or something? Oh, yeah. That would not be said today. Da- Daniel gets starts to get a little cocky. He starts throwing yeah. some punches, moving around, doing a little Bruce Lee stuff. And Miyagi's going, stop, stop, you know, trying to get him to stop. Yeah. And finally, he takes him down. And this is the first time Miyagi gets a little pissed
2: with him.
1: Yeah. I tell you what to Miyagi think. I think you dance around too much. I think you talk too much. I think you're not concentrated enough. Lots of work to be done. Tournament just around the corner. Come, stand up. Now, ready, concentrate, focus, power. Use.
0: And they go back to punching, and now Daniel's focused. And this is the thing. And again, we go to that rocky connection. Yeah. Daniel's got guts. He's tough. He is willing to put in the hours. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's got character. Character. Yes. Um, It's his birthday. Daniel's birthday. Miyagi sings. He's got a cape. Um, By the way, at this point in the movie, you're starting to wonder, what happened to mom? (laughs) Well, (laughs) She's apparently not just... She's cool with him doing what he's doing. Sure, but Daniel's not worried about that right now. What he's worried about is the tournament.
1: So you think I stand a chance at the tournament? Uh, Not matter what Miyagi thinks. Miyagi not fighting. I just don't know if I knew enough karate, you know. Feeling correct. Oh, you sure know how to make a guy feel confident. Daniel said, you trust quality, what you know, not quantity.
0: Um, it's another good line. Yep. Daniel says, I've got his driver's license. He's got his driver's license. And he, as he opens up his wallet, he sees the picture of the girl and thinks, oh, you look good together. And then he says, I have something to show you. Let's go outside for present number two. We go outside. Uh, and Daniel's like, you don't have to give me anything. And Miyagi says, choose. Mm-hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? Like, like you're 16. You've been training with this weird <laughs> handyman guy. Yeah. And there, he has six beautiful classic cars. And he says, choose. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. And Daniel, of course, chooses the right one. Yes. That beautiful yellow convertible. Mm-hmm. Which... Ralph Macchio still has. Oh, wow. He kept that car. I would have, too. Isn't that awesome? No matter what, yeah. I would have kept that car. Um, and one of the things I think is really interesting, he chooses the yellow one. Well, the keys are already in it. Mm-hmm. And the dog tags are on the keys. Yeah, That is it. That is, in a weird way, that's more of a gift than the car. Sure. Because those are important. Yep. And, and there's this thing, I think I brought this up a long time ago in one of our podcasts. I don't remember which one, which is this line in this book about martial arts called It's a Lot Like Dancing, mm. which is an amazing book that's more philosophical and it's it's a lot of photographs and it's about a guy who did Aikido mm-hmm. and sometimes there'll be a whole paragraph or a full page of text and sometimes there's just like a line. And one of the things it says is you can have a father and you can have a, a mentor, but don't expect your mentor to love you like a father and don't expect your father to know you like a mentor mm. they are different um and and I don't think I quoted it exactly right but but this is this Miyagi's kind of becoming both yeah he loves him he knows him he understands him and it's just a remarkable relationship mm-hmm. that's happened and Daniel kind of says in this moment um you know I'm scared about the tournament and everything mm. and and his response is.
1: You remember a lesson about uh, balance? Yeah. A lesson not just karate only. lesson for whole life. Whole life have a balance. Everything be better.
0: And he shows him that picture with the girl and he says, go find balance. Yep and daniel leaves and and the love on pat Morita's face is just really
2: mm-hmm. remarkable i love the daniel son bonsai daniel son bonsai. Yeah. i love that connected yeah. moment like the father watching his child watching his son drive off for the first time exactly to go to the prom or something yeah
0: yeah we're back to golf and stuff he sees Allie. he kind of wants to talk to her and she's pissed yep, at this man. point hey i just wanted to apologize fine you apologize you
1: know i got my license yeah, what do you do? It what was you? You, expecting you. to do cartwheels or something?
2: But then he doesn't get why she's upset, and then her friends have to tell him. Right. Oh, that's right. You didn't stick around to see her alley exactly. punch Johnny for yep. blah blah blah. And that's when he really understands why she's mad at him. And then goes in, and she's like standing there against the water or whatever against the poles or the fence and then he walks up behind her and has this really sweet moment where he apologizes to her and you can tell the affection between them is really it's really nice there's romance that they have you know and it's yeah. very innocent and and real and pure and it's it's sweet to watch in the film and he shows enough character to realize to apologize yep. to do it the right way
0: yep. and they make up yep. and it's time to go to the tournament yeah man and we go in, and they ask what belt he is, and Miyagi's like, oh, "Why does it matter?" And he's like, "Oh, he's a black belt." Um, and it takes the belt off. There's him. that great moment where he has does a little distraction, yeah. And he swipes the belt, uh, black belt, and hands it off to Allie. Yeah. Uh, we're in the locker room, and it's funny Daniel doesn't even know how to put the key on. No, like I would have like tried it on, <laughs> you know, just to be sure. Um, in come you know our Cobra Kai bullies. Um, but we
2: should say the gi has the symbol. Yes, it has the symbol, which the- he had seen in the uh, stuff that Miyagi had while he was drunk that was, night. Yeah, the two exactly. bonsai trees. We're out in the arena. <laughs> Ali's helping him
0: put his belt on, <laughs> and it's a really nice shot as we enter into this space. And they look around; they they've never seen anything like this yeah. before. They don't want Ali to come on the 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 mats, and and go. Oh well, it's his translator.
1: What would he say? Oh, he says you remind him of an uncle he has back in Tokyo. <laughs> I guess it's okay. Cut it, done it. What? Oh, oh, he says you're very kind. Well, thank
0: you. Welcome. Um, which is a nice little bit. Yeah, it's you know it's funny. It's again, it's sort of like the joking between Mickey and Rocky as yeah. we head into the ring. Yep. There's a lot of connections there,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and they don't even know the rules. No, <laughs> and he's like first time you, first time me. Uh, but fortunately, Allie knows the rules, and they they tell him how to do it. We get to our first match. And the first several times they start, Daniel just um, just backs
2: out of the square, because I imagine he hasn't been sparring with anyone other no. than Miyagi, so he's not seen different styles of karate. Um, but then he kind of gets it together,
0: mm-hmm. and he makes a pretty good fight. Has a roundhouse to the body, yeah. and then we go into our montage.
1: Yeah. You're the best
0: the best around um great
2: song (laughs) great 80s workout song it is
0: an 80s montage song yep and we see the cobra kai guys being sort of out of control Mm -hmm. uh we see sensei crease looking very smug um we see johnny doing pretty well we see daniel he takes out one of the cobra kai guys yep um then we see that one guy who's really good (laughs) yeah takes out a cobra kai guy flipping around everywhere daniel takes a couple of shots but then he wins again mm-hmm. um and now we see sensei Kreese is starting to look a little bit nervous yeah um we see there's a big board and daniel's name is moving up on the board it's a good tournament fight montage but daniel's taking a couple of shots and now he's getting his ribs taped up yeah uh and now we've kind of moved into the semifinals, and we have uh johnny who is apparently the defending champ yeah and he is facing now that one really good martial artist <laughs> um and there's some just some beautiful jumping spinning kicks and and you know what Williams Abka, he looks pretty good yeah he doesn't look like he should win right but he does win um and now it's time for Daniel to fight Bobby Brown Bobby okay. Brown yeah and um Sensei Kree says I want him out of commission yeah and and he's going like well I I can beat him this is Bobby he's like I can beat him uh and it's like I don't want him beat him but and and this is the thing is Bobby's like well I'm going to be disqualified yeah and you see this sort of, you have to do what Sensei wants. Right. Um, I mean, Sensei wants this kid broken. Yeah. Um, and so he does a a jump kick to the leg, which actually doesn't look that painful to mm. me. But Daniel goes down. Yeah. And it's obviously against the rules. And yeah. and, and Bobby runs in. I'm sorry. Yeah. He didn't he want to apologizes. do He yeah. um, So he's disqualified. Right. And we get 15 minutes. So this looks from Johnny and the rest of the Cobra Kai to their Sensei. Mm. And this is... Is this what we wanted? Right, you know, right? We're in the locker room, and Daniel's in a lot of pain, and they've sort of gone. Well, we're going to inform the judges that you can't continue.
2: His mom's in there. Yeah, Allie's she, in there,
0: and and she's like, "No, it's great. You did really great. Yeah. You should be proud." And he's like, "Get go away. I, yeah. I want to be alone, Mister Miyagi." And then,
1: no, Mister Miyagi, mm. you think I had a chance of winning? To win or lose, no matter. No, it's not what I mean. I had good chance. Well, can you fix my leg? I mean, with that thing you do.
2: You what for? You already proved point.
0: And he's like, no, I've only thing I proved is that I can take a beating. This is a great back yeah. and forth, by the yeah. way.
1: Yeah. I mean, every time I see those guys, they're gonna know they got the best of me. None of that balance that way. Not with them. Not with Allie. Not with me.
0: And Miyagi says, close eye." The and then you have that great Bill Conti downbeat as Miyagi <laughs> claps his hands together and rubs them. Cut to, it's the trophy presentation.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen. This is the moment we've been waiting
0: for. We're about to give Johnny the championship trophy and then out comes Daniel Larusso and he's gonna fight.
2: Well, first it's Ali coming out, running out to tell him. You're right. You're tell right. Tell the guy who's a, that's a classic 1980s guy still stuck in the 70s with that <laughs> wide open collar shirt. But he says uh, Daniel LaRusso's gonna fight. And he says it into the mic, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. And then the, everyone goes all you know gets all excited, and then Daniel comes out with uh, Miyagi. Yeah, limping a bit, limping. It's time to start the match. Yeah. And, and by the way, the
0: ref in this match is the fight choreographer. Oh, for the for
2: there the, you go. I like how they miss say Miyagi, Miyagi, he says Miyagi-do, or something like that. It Miyagi-do. Miyagi-do, yeah. It's a pretty good fight scene. I would say so. I think
0: it's the best one in the movie. It certainly goes back and forth. There's some back and forth. Johnny does some good defense. He gets in a bloody blow. Johnny gets taken down, but gets up, sc- scores, then there's another takedown, then a back fist. Uh, Johnny's starting to bleed, mm-hmm. and because he's bleeding, he has to go off to his sensei. And Sensei, in this sort of intense face grab moment, says,
1: "Sweep the leg,"
0: and Zappa can't believe it.
1: You have a problem with that, no Sensei. And
0: then we get to no mercy. Here's what's weird about this, and this is just, is that there is a leg leg sweep in there, mm-hmm. but the thing that he really does that's horrible is drives an elbow down on him. Mm-hmm. That's not a leg sweep, right? So I, I it's sort of. Weird, the thing that sensei said to do was not actually the really destructive thing, right? It was this elbow, um, which does look really brutal, <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's we're all tied up two to two, and he drives his elbow into his leg. and Daniel goes down, and our Cobra Kai goes, goes Get
1: him a body
0: bag, yeah, yeah, <laughs> get him a body bag, yep, that guy, <laughs> which I sort of put with like game over, man,
2: <laughs> yeah, that guy almost
0: steals the movie, just um, screams at the end yeah. And Daniel gets to his feet and goes into the crane technique position. And And the score hits. It's so perfect. And the score is building. And (laughs) and there's a great little nod from Miyagi. And Johnny comes in, leading apparently with his face. (laughs) And takes that a great shot right to the face, right in the music. I'm totally crying at this moment.
2: Oh, yeah. It's a great moment. Yeah. Zapka does the hesitation move. That's yep. the thing cuz it doesn't know how to attack it. Yep. And it, it sells the move cuz he doesn't know how to attack it. The hesitation is what kind of, what caught, what uh, gives Daniel the window to sure. do the crane kick. And uh it's a and everybody celebrates
0: it. Yes. This is like yo Adrian. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it, it's very similar. Johnny gives him the trophy yeah. and says, "You're, You're all right, right LaRusso?" Mm-hmm. Which by the way, totally don't believe that. You I, it. You no, it. I don't believe oh, by that change in okay. Johnny's character. At you didn't moment. see
2: it build through the when he asked him to soup the leg and ask him all this kind of stuff, and and when they had Bobby do the. I just don't think there's enough there. Okay, to, I mean it's fine. I love the movie, so well, it's fine. It's, but... Well, it's like it's like the Top Gun moment. Ice comes in. You could be my wingman anytime. It's like would yeah. you buy that moment, like it's that kind of thing. Man, I haven't seen Top Gun in forever. What? Yeah, the it's been. fuck a... you just say? I haven't seen him forever. We gonna make that a cinephiles episode.
0: Let's do it soon. Damn I, sure. I, let's do it. I haven't done it. In, I haven't seen blessed. it in at least 10, 10 years.
2: I watch that every two or three months. Wow, that movie is my obsession, son. Well, well, let's definitely do it. I could just do the whole movie for you now, <laughs> but but, <laughs> but it's too. We've been here too long. You're right, you're right. So you, yeah, hands the trophy, which is a large trophy by the way, and yeah. gives it to him and and says he's all right. But Macho does a great job here. It's yes. just like the whole. Pain and like being overwhelmed by everybody yep. grabbing, him, looking all around, and just goes, goes and yeah. little
0: eye contact with Miyagi. Yeah, go to a freeze frame, just yeah. like the end of Rocky, which is great. You know, mm-hmm. but we have reached the end of the Karate Kid. Yeah, um, uh, Pat Morita was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Really good. Um, Oscar, yeah. Yeah. And Uh, a Golden Globe. And of course the movie goes on to have Karate Kid 2 sequel, which is a good movie. It's a good sequel. It's a good sequel. I don't think it's a cinephile necessarily. No, no. But I I like it. Karate Kid 3, which is not good. No, Jesus Christ. The next Karate Kid, which no one should really ever talk of, although it introduces us to Hilary Swank. Sure. And then the the Karate Kid would... I mean, I love Jackie Chan, but there's some real problems. And apparently, I think they're making another. They maybe made a sequel to that. God, hope, help us all. Because uh, I saw something on YouTube,
2: He's... and that brings us to Cobra Kai, which is should be premiering right about when we put this show out. And what's great about this seems to be the premise is that Johnny now seems to be the good guy. I know. I can't wait to see which how that all I works out. I think is incredible. And... Because uh, you know, Ralph Baccio, Daniel looks kind of like a dick. Yeah, he's he's running this car used, dealership. Car saleship, Yeah, and he's like, and he he gets mad that Cobra Kai is going to come back. He's like, oh no, I'm not letting this happen again. Yeah, and he goes into training, and apparently Johnny has his students, and the students are actually nice kids, and so this yeah. is a nice little twist to make. And I think this plays off what happened if a couple of years ago. This I can't remember this website or this, uh, yeah, this site did. Uh, uh, a very funny tongue-in-cheek video of how Daniel was the actual... Was the bad guy. Yeah. Was the bad guy yeah, in Karate kid, which I think is brilliant. But they probably played off that and created this whole series out of it, which I think it looks very, very funny and interesting. We'll, we'll see. I like. I, I think I said in the preview. Yeah. I'm either going to love it or I'm going to hate it. <laughs> I, I, I love if... the slogan, "Is we're kicking the competition in the face. Yeah. That is just fucking brilliant, <laughs> yeah. man. Um, so... Do you have final thoughts? Yeah, here's what I would say. Chronic Kid is a very special uh, movie to me. It holds a very special place in my heart because of the relationship between Daniel and, and Miyagi. I mean, that's a really thing. You know, that's what you want growing up. You want that kind of father or father figure in your life to guide you. Be stern, but also understanding, but also have their vulnerabilities so you can connect to them and see them as human and have them guide you to a place where you can find your strength, your voice. And what Daniel says later, your balance. And that's what you get through the whole movie. Plus you get these very sweet moments uh, on the water, by the beach. You get these moments on the boat, this great visual stuff that John does, John Alvarez does with his cameras. This really works so effectively to convey the mood of the movie. And it is a sports movie, so you cheer for this kid. And you never... Th- you, although this kid is always biting off more than he can chew, you never 100% feel like he's going to be unable to do it. And that's what you love about uh, macho's performance is there's a gutsiness to it, there's a playfulness to it, and there's a smirk to it that lets you connect with him and, fee- and, and root for him through the whole movie so that when he gets uh, his vengeance... Um, it's earned. And also, that Johnny hands him the trophy kind of wraps this all up in a nice bow in that these are high school kids. These aren't like adults. Right. Yeah. So he can make that change. And it's, a, it's like it's, they want to have a, a good ending that, is, that wraps everything up and goes, you know what? The kid learned from being beat. He, er, and ironically, he learned from the might of Daniel LaRusso that this kid was his equal if not, is better. And so he earned his respect and changed the course of both their lives, which we'll find out in Cobra Kai. So there we go. Um, For me, I'm having
0: trouble trying to think of how to put it into words, what I want to say, Mm. which is that this is so unique as a martial arts film because in a weird way, it's not about the martial arts in the physical sense. Mm -hmm. Is that in terms of actual martial arts, punches and kicks and blocks and techniques, this is really weak. This is like after school special level <laughs> of martial arts. But in terms of understanding some essential part mm-hmm. of what martial arts mean as a spiritual or a philosophical journey and what the teacher-student relationship is, yeah. it is the most on-the-money, accurate movie I can think of. Hmm. You know, like Bruce Lee and End of the Dragon is more – the martial arts are, you know – off the charts better right. than what we see in The Karate Kid. Right. But the relationship between Mr. Miyagi and his student is so profound in terms of the idea of the mentor. Yeah. And that's what this movie ends up being about is that what's so amazing is that these are two people that manage to heal each other mm-hmm. through the mechanism of martial arts and the teacher-student relationship and becoming a father and a son. Yeah, you know, And that what's gonna be weird when Cobra Kai happens is that in my view of Karate Kid, the moment of kicking Johnny in the face and winning the tournament is not the most important moment in Daniel LaRusso's mm, life. Mm. Meeting Mr. Miyagi and learning balance and this going on this journey, right. that the journey is what's important, not the tournament. And I think a Cobra Kai is going to be the best moment of my life was when yeah. I kicked that guy in the face. Yeah. And that's why it's going to be – I don't know if I'm going to be able to accept <laughs> it. Um, but I'm really looking forward to seeing it because it will be fun. Me too. So – That's what we think about The Karate Kid. Of course, we always want to hear what you think. If you want to share your opinion with us, come visit us on our Facebook page. Just do a search for The Cinephiles, C-I-N-E-F-I-L-E-S. You can go to our website where you can buy every movie we've ever done Mm -hmm. and listen to every review we've ever done. Um, And that's at cinephiles.net. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash thecinephiles. We've been doing a lot of movies that people have, from our Patreon picks lately. It's yeah. been a lot of fun. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and YouTube and Stitcher and Spotify and tune in a whole bunch of other places. Mm-hmm. Please leave us a review on iTunes. If you haven't done it yet, it makes a big difference for the show. It really helps other people find us. And as always, if you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at SRMorris. John, where can they find you?
2: You can always find me at the Roka says R-O-C-H-A. On Twitter and on Instagram, see all the stuff I'm doing there, all the stuff at Collider, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that's it for this week. We will see you next time on The Cinephiles.